So the Queanbeyan Tigers automatically through to the grand final now in the reserve grade where they will be uh, defending the premiership that they won last year. And the winner of this afternoon's game between Sydney and Ainsley will also go straight through to the grand final on the 18th, which is a couple of weeks from today. So we're... uh, I guess uh, around about 15 minutes away from uh, the start of the game. And the uh, game proudly brought to you this afternoon by AFL Canberra and their affiliate sponsors, ActuAGL, Canberra Milk, National Australia Bank, Slater and Gordon Solicitors, Legends Restaurant at Marnica and Kina Coffee. And if you're listening to us at the ground, uh, they've got a stall here today. It's uh, that sort of weather. You might want to pop down and get one, and also Sportsman's Warehouse. Uh, all those sponsors, great uh, supporters of QBN FM football, and they'll be bringing you the uh, live broadcast of the game this afternoon here from Marnica. Certainly coming into the game, the Sydney Swans reserves are uh, not in great form. I think they lost their last four games of the home and away season, which is uh, not great form coming into a, uh, a semi-final, but uh, Ainsley also... Uh, going down last week to Eastlake, so neither, time, neither side, you would say, in scintillating form. Joining me uh, in broadcast this afternoon will be uh, Craig Ravel. We'll catch up with uh, Craig shortly. Just looking at the two lineups for you this afternoon from Sydney. First of all, their uh, lineup, and they do have some uh, experience in their side today, so. They'll be certainly looking for those guys to uh, have a major contribution. Down the list in uh, jumper order, a Curry, Vest Premier. They'll be looking for him to uh, take over in the midfield. Daniel Bradshaw playing as well. They'll be looking for more than one goal that he kicked last week. Sumner, he's a live wire. Johnson, their leading goal scorer. Kristen Thornton. Dylan McNeil, he's been pretty quiet the last few weeks. Campbell Heath, McCaig, O'Dwyer, named as an emergency for their senior team, but playing here today. Felsman, Gordon, and then you go down to uh, some of the guys who don't play all that much. Well, Guthrie and Potter do, and then their uh, their top-up list players start with Fernie, Emery, Cleaver, Trevelyan, McPherson, Cameron, Bates, and Farrell. A couple of guys from Tuggeranong getting a run for the uh, Swans today. Down at the bottom of the list, just checking who they are. Tim Cleaver, Sam Trevelyan. Kai McPherson and Josh Cameron, all from the Tuggeranong Club, and Mal Fernie in there as well. So uh, five and go up to uh, even Lachlan Fells. So there's six Tuggeranong players having a run with the Sydney Swans this afternoon. For uh, Ainsley, a slightly different team to the one named in yesterday's uh, media outlets. And again from the top, McFarlane, Holmes, Payne. They'll be looking for him to uh, get some goals on the board today. Crook, 
Hughes, probably the conditions uh, don't set, suit Ben Hughes today. Uh, not going to be the day for high-flying marks, so uh, he may struggle. Fleming, the two lawless boys, Michael and Ian, Harris, Griffin, Shirley, they'll be looking for him to uh, control the midfield. Uh, Gobriel in at the key uh, fullback position. Tui, Argyll, Tut, Love, a couple of the bigger guys, Andrews and Stone. They may well uh, struggle towards the end of this day, given the uh, heavy conditions we've got. Uh, Campbell, Hearn, Inkster again, uh, one of their uh, nuggety forwards. They'll be looking for him to get in and under and some goals. And Clint Mathis winds up the lineup for the uh, tricolours as we see the Sydney Swans come onto the ground in uh, preparation for their uh, warm-ups. I guess uh, not the conditions that they were probably hoping for. They're a free-flowing side, usually the Sydney Swans, and uh, these wet conditions may well uh, not suit them as much as they might suit Ainsley. We might uh, see if uh, Craig can join us. He's uh, somewhere down the ground side, I think. Craig, good afternoon to you. No, he's not with us yet, so we'll, we'll catch up with Craig in a moment. So um, just uh, waiting for Ainsley to uh, come out onto the ground. They're about to do so for this uh, second semi-final. And, of course, they'll be looking to go one step uh, better than they did last year, narrowly beaten by Belconnen in the grand final last season. And they'll be looking to uh, go straight through. The winner straight through the grand final from this game. And that's where they'll be certainly hoping they'll be. As uh, it is now my chance to welcome in Craig Ravel to the commentary this afternoon. Craig, how are you going? Not at all. It is, uh, well, great weather for ducks. Welcome to Monica Pool, the bigger version, as we uh, get set for what should be a very interesting game. I know that Sydney's form is something that uh, leading into this game has been a uh, talking point for Ainsley the, uh, the side looks reasonably strong and uh, well a lot of top up players coming out of Tuggeranong and uh, also out of Balmain in Sydney is going to prove to be a factor against the big name Bradshaw listed at the moment in this Sydney side and he is out there on the ground, so it's uh, obviously going to uh, be a, a key opportunity for Sydney to get the ball to Bradshaw in his hands, and uh, you'd expect him to be able to convert. I know, Mal, that you have thought that a five-goal game could be, uh, or five goals could be enough to secure you your uh, place in the grand final today. Yeah, there's a lot of surface water, unfortunately, particularly at the... Uh at the Marnica end of the, uh, well, the cinema end of the ground. And uh, whilst the ground hasn't been cut up at all by the, uh, the two games that were played here earlier, there's still lots of water lying on the ground. And um, it's going to make it very, it's um, like at that, uh, the Marnica uh, cinema's end of the ground, most of the water is uh, right where Bradshaw's probably going to lead to, um, 30, 40 metres out from goal. And... Um, He's, unless he leads to the uh, outer side of the ground where it's a little less water, um, he may well struggle. Um, he struggled last week in his first game back. I think he only kicked the one goal against uh, Belconnen. 
and was clouded with an injury as well, Mal. So uh, yeah. a lot of people thought that he, they might not see him for the rest of the year. Well, the way it was written up in the press, uh, you'd think his leg had almost fallen off. Um, obviously, they didn't play him the whole game uh, with his lack of fitness, and he'll be expecting to play more today. Just uh, looking at him run around out there, no strapping on either knee, so uh, maybe he's feeling a bit more confident. Interestingly, with um, Ainsley, they've uh, the the team that uh, was put out yesterday in the uh, the press. They said little resemblance. Well, they seem to have brought in some of the uh, the guys that you wouldn't think would be suited to a wet day, like Gabriel uh, mm. Andrews in particular. Um, so maybe they were just playing um, some silly games with well, the, the team that they named. That's it. And uh, interestingly enough. I uh, I thought we were going to actually have a clean weekend where it was going to be dry. I even put my washing out yesterday to tell you how badly I've predicted so far this weekend. And, uh, well, as we can see, the, uh, the standing water on the ground, even where it's not pooled, you can see just from the players running through, they're, they're bringing up a, a, lot of, a lot of spray. So just the amount of water this, uh, this ground has already drained off now is quite remarkable because uh, it is, well, it's going to be wet weather football, but it's going to be uh, still the uh, guys out there at the moment in warm-up are able to take some clean ball. Now, obviously, the ball hasn't got that wet yet, but uh, if their skills are good, you could see a, uh, well, a very interesting game develop. Obviously, the ball going long into the forward line is the uh, key, and to note that in the reserves game they didn't play a long game so I know football has changed but I would have always said getting that ball skidding in your direction is to your advantage Yeah, there should be plenty of sock off the ground today and guys sliding in trying to get the ball so uh, the uh, the cricket wicket area here very muddy so obviously I think the umpires won't be using that part of the, uh, the ground and uh, hopefully it'll be just throwing it up to keep the game as free-flowing as possible. Still looks like the square is very much offset towards the Bradman stand. So uh, definitely there's plenty of room on the far side to uh, make some space if, uh, if you do want to try and carry it around there. Yeah. It? I guess uh, we'll be hoping that they don't. The more they play on this, <laughs> the, <laughs> the better. It's uh, a grey old day out here and... Uh, if we see a lot of play on the other side of the ground, it's going to be pretty hard to pick them up. Just repeating that reserve grade score, the Queanbeyan Tigers. Too good in the end, 6-7-43 to Belconnen, 4-5-29 earlier in the under-18s. Marist were convincing winners, so both Marist and Queanbeyan have turned through to the uh, grand final on the 18th here at Manica Oval. And the winner, of course, of this match between Sydney and Ainsley also will go straight through. The lose the comeback next week. In uh, first grade tomorrow, it's the Queanbeyan Tigers versus the Eastlake Demons. The winner of that goes on another week. The loser has Mad Monday. Yes, and that game brought to you live and exclusive on QBN FM. Uh, Mal, of course, today when we see these two teams, first versus second, you've seen a lot more of them than I have this year. What's your thoughts? Does this rain particularly suit Sydney more than more than Ainsley, given the fact that they do have 16 players or so that are professional footballers? Um, yeah, like, uh, to be honest, I think they're, they're 
perhaps a better running side than Ainsley, and um, they don't have too many big blokes in their team. I think uh, Daniel Curry's probably their biggest, and they're only tall. Uh, Bradshaw's certainly an advantage if they can get it to him. Um, last time I saw the Swans play, they were comprehensively beaten by Queanbeyan up at the SCG. It was... Um, Queanbeyan came out uh, all guns blazing, and Sydney just didn't react well to it. Um, if Ainsley put similar pressure on them, you may well find the same thing happen. Um, they certainly don't have a lot of experienced players in their team. Just looking at it, Fess Premi, Bradshaw, Johnson, Thornton, uh, are probably the oh, most... O'Dwyer. O'Dwyer, yeah. Uh, Gordon and Potter. After that, it really drops away. Um, and that's, I think, what's found them out in the last four weeks in particular, um, that they just haven't been able to um, get enough experienced guys in there. And they've, they've been beaten pretty comprehensively by... Uh, effectively, what were the bottom four teams in the competition? Queenby and Tuggeranong, Belconnen and Eastlake. So, uh, not, uh, and I think they lost to Ainsley at the SCG the last time the two clubs played as well. So, not great form coming into the game. Ainsley, on the other hand, have been uh, pretty strong most of the year. Um, the game, last time I saw them play was when they played Queenby and over at Ainsley. They played very well for the first three quarters and had a commanding lead probably took their foot off the pedal in the last quarter and the Tigers got it back to a 26-point uh, uh, loss in the end. But uh, Ainsley looked to be well in control of that game from really the start. So on form, the Tricolours really should win this. And uh, if they can get away to a good start, I think they probably should win clearly. All right. Now, this game brought to you, of course, by ActuAGL Camp, National Australia Bank, Sladen and Gordon Solicitors, Legends Restaurant in Manuka. Uh, Akina, Akina, I'm not sure which is the correct pronunciation, but uh, Akina Coffee here at the ground. They've got a stall, so it's certainly great for a day like today to keep you warm. And the Sportsman's Warehouse. And don't forget, you can keep up with all the AFL Canberra uh, news and, uh, well, certainly events up through their website, seeyouatthefooty.com.au. Seeyouatthefooty.com. Where you'll hear all the latest AFL Canberra news as we're into September finals action. This is uh, QBNFM at Monica Oval as the trainers make their way from the field. The bench uh, for Ainsley is certainly heading over this way, and I can't quite pick out uh, too many of those uh, bench players. Uh, got their tracksuit tops they've on. got tracksuit tops on. Yeah. I think uh, one of them is Mathis, isn't it? But, uh, yeah, a couple of the bigger guys as well. Yep, you expect the uh, big guys not to be getting much time this afternoon as Sydney now huddle in for their final instructions. Ainsley is taking their position and, uh, well, they say when Ainsley's going well, it's good for football in this region. Uh, I don't subscribe to that, but uh, Ainsley playing in the uh, semi-final, the first semi-final, qualifying if they can win it to the AFL Canberra Grand Final in, what is that, two weeks' time, three weeks' time? Uh, on the 18th, 18th. so that's uh, fortnight today. Two weeks' time, so a big game for the Tri-Colours who uh, dabbled with Ruse for a while, but they've certainly been more successful once they've gone back to that uh, Tri-Colour uh, traditional strip. And you'll be happy, Mal, that they've got the white on the back with the black number. Yeah, no, very wide kick and it bounces over the line near the 50-metre arc, and we'll have a boundary throw in 
Left half forward for the Ainsley Tricolours. Ainsley doing all the work here in the early going as the throwing takes place. Curry there, tapped down in front by Andrews. Sydney getting numbers to the ball, but chopped off well that time by Tut of Ainsley. Ball in dispute, and Sydney with numbers rush it over the boundary line. And uh, certainly it's... Interesting to see the teams are so well spread after we called that uh, debacle last weekend uh, when Tuggeron were playing uh, Queanbeyan and you had every player in the front half of the field. It's good to see them a bit further spread out today. As the kick by Ainsley back into the corridor, Sydney with desperation down at the ground, hacking it off the ground that time was love, but it only rebounds as far as Michael Lawless, who pumps it into the corridor again. Bouncing ball. Payne trying to get there first. Bumped off it by Bates of Sydney. Bates going in under hard. Does well, and eventually the free kick will be given to the Sydney Swans with Bates doing a good job that time now. Yeah, he got in front, short kick, couldn't be marked. Spills to the front of the pack, all Ainsley again. Tut hooks it round the corner. He is one that's got long sleeves on. It spills to the back of the pack. Ainsley will run into an open goal and kick it. First goal of the game goes to the Tricolours, and it's kicked by uh, Harris. Ash Harris for the Tricolours. Great stuff there by Ainsley, just showing they've been very disciplined so far. Had the majority of the play up in their forward line and just kept going to the corridor, going at the goals, allowing that ball to spill, and then with numbers, running back on it. And Harris, Johnny on the spot, kept himself goal side of the pack and was able to pick up and run in for a very easy goal. Yeah, they had uh, plenty of numbers back there, Ainsley. So that's uh, a good goal. Almost five minutes gone first quarter, back to the middle. Andrews, oh. another nice knockdown, wasn't it? Yep. As, uh, again, Hughes puts a good shepherd on. This time, Michael Lawless. He's had plenty of it early. Gets it forward. Stone there for Ainsley. Can't pick it up. Standing over, looking at it. Mal needed to go uh, go after it. As uh, the ball's... Well, there's a whistle on the play. It's going to be a free kick to Sydney. So, plenty of people around the ball there. Gordon's got it. He brings it wide, looking for a teammate. That's a good mark in these conditions. Thornton, plenty of experience with him. Oh, That's a terrible kick. It bounces in front of Bradshaw, but he sort of just threw it to McNeil. It up, yeah. And he got the quick kick forward. Is he going to pay that? Yes, he is. And it'll go to Johnston for the Swans. He's inside the 50, only about 30 out. Not much of an angle, and he's their uh, leading goal scorer, so you'd think... He'd be able to kick this one. Might be the limit of the distance, though, today with the heavy balls. Yeah, well, what's he going to kick from 30 on a 45-degree angle? So Johnson going for the reply. Kick started online, but it's veered away to the right and through from behind. So, And it only really just got the distance. So I don't think you're going to see too many bombs from 50 metres out today. No, certainly the long game will be uh, entailing a lot of skidding across the ground. And, uh, well, Mal, you predicted early. Five goals could win it. Ainsley's got the first here as we approach the uh, nine-minute mark of the first term. A big, long bomb out of defence. It bounces on the ground. Sydney with numbers back there. O'Dwyer, he tries to be a little bit fancy. And it was a McDonald's Angus. It was out of bounds on the form. Yeah, that was dry with a footy on a wet day. So it's Ainsley one straight six. Sydney Swans are one behind. We've played six minutes in the first quarter. 
umpire just pulling uh, the Ainsley player back around onto the mark there for the free kick as he roots it up around centre wing. Bradman stands side of the ground. Michael Lawless first at the ball. He goes hard at it, eventually getting it up into the hands of Holmes, who has a hand pass of sorts as the ball slides over the boundary line in front of the Sydney dugout here in the first qualifying final AFL Canberra action it is Ainsley one straight six to Sydney one behind boundary throw in nobody can break free again and umpire says it's a free kick to uh, Tut so it's not even with the long sleeves on I'll have to pick up who that is unless he's taken them off so he's kicked Goes uh, high and long. Three Sydney players spoil each other. At the back, it's all Ainsley. Quick kick around the corner by Holmes is long and wide. That's in the third row. Yep. And if there was anyone over there, they'd be able to throw it back in. So the Sydney Swans will get the free kick. Seven minutes gone, first quarter. Ainsley a goal, Sydney a point. As we wait for the ball to come back into play. And now he's called to play on. Took a long time to get rid of it. Up looking for uh, Gordon. Didn't get there and chopping in. Love took an easy mark for Ainsley. Oh, His love. kick smothered off the boot. And uh, it was marked up there, but obviously not a mark. Coming out of defence, well, uh, the Swans, McCaig's got it. He boots it into the middle of the ground, hoping someone can run onto it. But going back, Michael Lawless, he's had plenty of it so far. He'll get a free kick because he didn't have it when he was tackled. Oh, gee, I thought that dispossessed him of the ball. Then, Mal, I thought that was a pretty hard call on Sydney as Lawless kicks out wide. Far side wing and running onto it is Shirley. Turns around, pumps it forward. There's those long sleeves again, stabbing the pass inside to Hughes. And Hughes at 50 metres out is going to be a, a, a tough call, as we mentioned. Looking to go long. Bombs it high towards the goal square. Numbers back there. Curry, the big ruckman, doing the work that time. And he sees it safely over the boundary line. And we'll have a throw in metre away from the behind post. Left-hand side, Monica, end of the ground. It's uh, Timmy Inkster with the long sleeve. So a left footer like uh, Ryan Tut. Whistle on the play. Umpire from uh, up the ground is going to pay a free to somebody. It's Sydney. Tell you what, I wouldn't have gone with the orange with the Swans playing in red today. They don't have any other colour to choose from, that's the problem. <laughs> so Sydney with the free kick in the back pocket. They go very wide. Andrews will get a punch on that from Curry. And they keep it in. No, boundary throw in. Right, well, just outside the 50. Andrews went through Curry that time. Uh, We're yeah. just waiting for it to be the reverse yeah. when it'll really work. Oh, Andrews <laughs> missed the punch, falls out behind. O'Dwyer was back there falling down on the ball, but he's immediately wrapped up. And, uh, well, he sort of didn't fall on the ball. The ball fell to him, and we had a rugby mall situation. As the play on immediately now, on the left half-forward flank for Ainsley, but Sydney doing the running. Absolutely brilliant tackle by the tagger in McFarlane. He's also wearing the long sleeves. He gets the free kick and pumps it inside 50, but a wasteful kick. Numbers of the ball is going Ainsley's way. Pump it back into the corridor. Soans have some numbers there, but it's Ainsley who are working hard to maintain possession in their forward defensive in their attacking 50. Quick kick back towards the goal. Should be marked by the Swans' defence. It is. As it, free uh, kick. No, he paid the mark and then it just fell out of his grip. 
So he goes to uh, play on quickly. Bumped as he kicked it, so uh, the kick's still inside the 50. Going through, nobody can really break out of the pack. And the ball slowly coming out, Sydney's way. In the middle, Thornton tried to pick it up. They soccer it off the ground right into the cricket pitch. This will be interesting trying to pick it up. It's uh, pretty much all Ainsley. And they send it up, just bounces in front of uh, Hughes. Picked up, though, by Tui. Scrubby old kick, but they're getting it forward. Sydney at the back, though, will mop it up. Wobbly kick, will it bounce through the uh, arms there of Heath. Inkster looking in a lot of pain, Mal. As he came from the ground, he was trailing his left arm. So that'll be one to Jeff Ainsley. Might be one down already. Kick across the body looks good. Going up towards Love. And back there in numbers is the Swans with Farrell doing the hard work. Although they're playing around with it back there. Yes, and Ben Hughes has laid a good tackle. In back play for the uh, Swans. Just getting up now, Campbell Heath. Very dusty. He's got a couple of trainers still with him. And he's one of their uh, key defenders. In fact, uh, McCaig has been impressing me too in this wet weather. Uh, down back for the Swans. Now, free kick out of the ruck contest. Going to go to Curry for Sydney. Looks like Heath's going to come off. So Curry goes out wide. Nobody can really mark that. And it'll spill off hands and go over the line. For a boundary throw in. But the Swans have at least got it uh, 60 metres around. From the Ainsley goal. It's one straight six Ainsley, one point Sydney. We've had 12 minutes as the rain starts to tumble down again. Tuggerong player Cleaver coming on for uh, Heath. He's, he's going to his Tuggerong zone. Yeah, only, only one no player. one back there. Yes. <laughs> Who's he's, picking him up? Tui had to run about 300 metres to get to him. You spoke too soon about yeah, all the players it, being spread out. It's now an under-8s game, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone's over the ball. The wind, though, you've probably heard it in the effects, Mike, and I can tell you, Mel, that rain is getting heavier, not lighter. It's also getting very dark, and Monica doesn't have any lights. As uh, still inside the Ainsley attacking zone, quick amble out of the pack by Sydney's dangerous because it went towards the goals, and the uh, defence rushed it over out of bounds. And we'll have a boundary throw in, only 10 metres around from the left behind post now. So a good opportunity if Ainsley can get a quick kick out here for a goal at the back. Nobody can break free and the umpire surely will call for a bounce. He does. If anything, the wind slightly picked up out there too, Mal. So it is favouring Ainsley in this quarter at the 14-minute mark of the first term. First semi-final brought to you by AFL Canberra, ActuAGL, Canberra Milk, the NAB, Slater and Gordon Solicitors, Legends Restaurant Monica, Akina Coffee and the Sportsman's Warehouse. As uh, Sydney trying to clear the zone here, but uh, again, everyone dives in and the umpire will be forced to ball it up again. 30 metres out from the Ainsley goals. Of course, all those uh, people that Craig just mentioned, great supporters of QB and FM football. Good tap by Hughes. It went forward, but it's uh, socket off the ground. Into the behind post. No, I think it hit the umpire and then went through. Okay. So it's a behind to Ainsley, so they lead by a goal now. one one seven. The Swans, just the one shot at goal. In fact, the one inside 50 yeah, for a behind. Not been looking a cohesive team. And this kick out. Well, he's run out of the goal square to begin with, and his kick went nowhere. Well, his kick went straight into Hughes's chest. It would be interesting to see if he had taken the mark because it just bounced off his chest. If he had taken the mark, would they have uh, no. 
Uh, got to pay the first infringement. Ran out of the goal. Stress, Pat Best Premi. One of their experience. Don't need him, need him doing that. Curry tapped it straight to the ground. They all dive in. It's in the goal square, but nobody can get a foot on it. You could tell scores are a premium there because Curry actually played a Ruckman's tap down to a uh, what he was hoping was to a uh, rover on, on uh, his toes. He did not want to punch it through and uh, extend this lead any further. Sydney, get it outside 50, but Ainsley pump it straight back in. And nobody can uh, take the mark. Andrews on the bottom of the pack. Umpire calls for a ball up again. And Stone was in there as well. And I think Stone, he's been caught watching a few times today for mine. So the umpire throws it up. 30 out from the Ainsley goals. Big punch by Stone went forward, but all Sydney there, and they just pump it out through a long torpedo. It's going to land on the trainer's head, but getting back love first there for the tricolours. Interesting handball. But his teammates there to help him out in uh, Fleming. Goes back to Lawless. Michael, he dropped it though. The umpire's going to penalise him. Free kick to Fernie. One of the tuck run on Hawks playing for the Swans today. So um, Fernie. Oh, interesting kick. It went about a metre and a half. Sumner's going to get it for the team. His uh, team, but it's beautifully smothered there by Love. Yeah, Love's and been doing a pretty good job out there for a uh, centre-half uh, back. He's had plenty of uh, opportunities to really work hard and uh, make himself a factor uh, down the ground. So as the ball over, clearly over the back, into the hands of Clint Mathis, Mathis gets the hand pass away, and uh, unfortunately his teammate, who was uh, Michael Lawless, all he could do was uh, helicopter it out of bounds on the full. In front of the interchange bench here at the Bradman stand at Marnacler Oval. The inbound kick was a uh, optimistic one that time from Sydney. And uh, someone's changed their jumper already, Mel, because I don't have a 27 on my team sheet. For whom? Sydney. Kristen Thornton, man, he should be there. Oh, Thornton, yeah, yeah. I can see him now. Well, his kick in was just uh, an absolute disaster. For well, he hit Ryan's hut on the head on the way through, so it wasn't high yeah. enough. Uh, and Bradshaw, of course, couldn't do anything with it as. Uh, Ainsley again, work it forward. That's a good pick-up by uh, Harris. Got it across the top. Sends it into an open forward line. Picked up. No, Nick Payne dropped it. He had it first. Then let it go. Now he's got it again. Oh, threw it away. Yeah, he should have been penalised. Umpire says play on. And then you get a kicking in danger. Call. As and he went back in to hack it off the ground. And Sydney get the free kick. They bring it wide. O'Dwyer will take the mark. He's got a two-on-one to kick to. So he hangs onto it. Gets a handball to his teammate. Going past. Now the short pass. Uh, couldn't be marked. Going through Gordon while well, he went for the look-away handball. His teammate wasn't looking, so he didn't get it. It's uh, off hands again. O'Dwyer left it behind. Socket off the ground there by Ainsley. Inks still looking Inks a lot better it. than when he came off the ground a few moments ago, Mal. And it's over the line. We'll have a boundary throw in. one one seven Ainsley. One behind Sydney. 17 minutes gone first quarter as the boundary umpire puts it back into play. 80 around from the Ainsley goals. Oh. Nobody, again, can break free of that congestion and puddle, and the umpire will be forced to throw it up. Interesting game so far, Ainsley with the domination, but as we mentioned, the breeze that is there is definitely going Ainsley's way, and the, the rain is going down at about 30 degrees towards the uh, Marnica end of the ground, not the pool end, but the uh, Marnica end. It's all a bit of a pool at the moment. So ball up from that rough contest. Potter couldn't break free. Holmes tackled him well. 
Oh, the Ainsley player in the ruck there, Griffin, looked to be pushed out of it, but uh, umpire said no. Going in Hearn, trying to get it out. Stacks on the mill again. Ainsley trying to break free. Campbell, he gets it forward. Can they pick it up? Nick Payne. Well, he uh, had it and then lost it. It's right in the pocket. And the umpire is called for the throw in as it's uh, bobbled off hands. As again, Nagel makes a change. He comes on and Marcus Crook goes off mm. for Ainsley. Potter watching him. Ruck contest. Quick kick forward from Sydney just to the 50 metre arc. Oh, they try and break out of the pack. Payne, his kick smothered, but it goes to a teammate. Now Campbell. Wobbly old kick into the pocket will go over the line. We'll have a throw in. 20 metres around from the right-hand behind post. The uh, Ainsley doing all the attacking. Only one inside 50 for the quarter for the Swans. They got a point out of it. So no uh, scoreboard domination by the Tricolours yet. Great tap to Sydney. Yeah, Stone did a well. Stone working in the ruck now. Kicks over the head of Love, but back there a good marker. Umpire's caught play on, and he's been tackled immediately has uh, Griffin. Griffin, yeah. So Ainsley getting it back, pump it back inside 50. Mark, this time, being... No, he's paid a push in the back, has he? Oh, well, he paid an illegal bump. He was tapping his ass when he uh, gave the signal then. Mm. Anyway, after uh, an interesting set of calls and no calls, you'll have the big man, Stone, lining up from... Well, he's going to kick from 45, so he's going to have to give this a great roost. Moves in now. The kick's on its way. On the line. Curry not tall enough to put the fingertips on it, and it's through. And I think I called that as uh, Stone, but I think it might have been Hearn. No, no, no. Stone kicks. It was Stone? All right. Well, Stone kicks his first of the afternoon. It's the second for Ainsley. They move to 2-1-13. As Sydney with the solitary point. Trail by 12 here as we tick into time on. First quarter of the first semi final at Marnica Oval as we uh, get set for a big September on QBN FM. Curry won the tap down, couldn't find a teammate while Potter stood back there and watched. And he lays a good tackle, but he really should have gone and attacked that one. Put a tackle on Campbell. So 2-1-13 Ainsley, one behind Sydney. 20 minutes gone, first quarter. Again, tapping it down, Sydney. But at the fall of the ball, Ainsley have the numbers again. Over the top of it as the uh, Ainsley players all day pulled off. It was Holmes, but a kick goes forward out of the pack. Sydney with numbers back there, but off the ground working hard. That was Stone. Well, he must have heard me give him a... Uh, a roast there earlier because he's lifted his intensity. Ball spills to ground. It falls into the hands of McNeil of Sydney. McNeil's tackled. It spills free. Just like a rugby ruck forming out there, running forward for a bit. Then Ainsley get control of it. O'Dwyer gets the hands free. It comes out of the pack. Almost inches. No, doesn't quite make it over the bay. 50 metre arc. Kick clear. Lawful and knocked over the boundary line. 65 metres away. Oh, probably more than that, 75 metres away from the Sydney attacking goal bound, uh, grandstand side here at Marnica Oval. Umpire puts it back into play. Curry in front, wins a tap down. O'Dwyer couldn't get it. Going through there, his teammates swung to the ground, got a high tackle. Gordon, and he'll get the free. 
against Ben Hughes. So Gordon looking to try and get their second inside 50 for the quarter. They trail by two goals and inside 50 it goes, but it's all Ainsley at the back. Good mark Lawless. Michael Lawless again. He's been everywhere. He's reading the play extremely well, and Ainsley is still keeping their structure forward. They've still got a full forward and, and two two pockets. He's kicked set the up. Cut yeah. off by Felsman for Sydney. Oh, his kick went along the ground. He goes for the soccer off the ground, and he's penalised. Yeah, Love putting his body over the ball and he comes up with a free kick. Stays grandstand side, he kicks a shocker, it's going to beat the boundary line, or beat everyone to the boundary line at the edge of the change gates on the Sydney side of the ground here at Marnica Oval, where we're into time on 22-minute mark, Ainsley lead, 2-1, 13 to a Sydney, one point. Ruckscarp again, Curry got the tap, but it went straight to uh, Ian Lawless this time for Ainsley. <laughs> Argyll goes forward for the uh, tricolours. Up to half forward, Payne. Well, uh, was he ridden into the ground? Umpire said no. And getting back there for Sydney McCaig will pick it up. He goes wide. And Marcus Crook, the only one there, cuts it off, takes the mark. He'll send it back towards the 50. But that kicks uh, a shocker out on the fall. Needs to fix the radar there, Mal, because he had an opportunity for the tricolours. Sydney switched the ball. Kick goes out towards Gordon. Gordon stops, starts, has to beat one, then goes back with the hands. Ball on the ground. It's not the day to be mucking around with it in the back line. And eventually the player is taken high. So the jumper tackle there on, I think it was Emery, has uh, not paid off for Ainsley and Holmes will stand the mark as Emery gets play back underway. A reasonable kick outside the 50, but uh, Griffin went for the punch instead of the mark for Ainsley. It's uh, spilled off hands at half forward. Griffin again trying to get it. Harris in there as well. Nobody can break free. Now Sumner for Sydney works out of the pack. Kick along the line. Going back Ainsley through Andrews will take a nice chest mark. The big men have played an uh, important role so far in the game, Mal. Both Curry, Andrews and also Griffin have had uh, a good start. Yeah, Good first quarter. Wobbly old kick from Andrews, and it's gone off hands over the line. We'll have a boundary throw in. Just inside the attacking 50 for the Tricolours. They lead by two goals. They're 2-1-13. Sydney at one point. Only had the two inside 50s for the quarter, Sydney. As uh, Ainsley have had plenty. Now Gordon at the back. What's he going to do this time? Picks it up. Quick kick around the corner. Should be marked by Felsman. It is. And he'll uh, try and send them forward. Reasonable kick, but at the back it's all Ainsley and Tui's going to take the mark for the tricolours. Bit much on that kick. Yeah, Ainsley's positional play, you can't fault it. They've had men at the fall of the ball each and every contest. Umpire oh. calls play on, he goes short to Andrews. That was uh, spoiling the good work he did in the contest of possession. Tui gets it back. He looks to go long again, pumping it into the corridor. 40 metres out, running onto it is Crook. Crook. Can't get it in the hands. It spills forward. Eventually to Stone. And Stone. Kick is on its way. Touch on the line. And it's rushed through for a behind. Yes, didn't quite have the legs on that one. Swan's just getting back. Right on the line. 2-2-14 to one point. Coming up towards quarter time. 25 minutes gone. First quarter. Just a reminder. It's... 
uh, Eastlake versus Queanbeyan tomorrow on QBN FM as the finals continue from Monica Oval as the kick-in is immediately taken over the boundary line. Still inside, attacking 50 for the Ainsley Tricolours. Ainsley 2-2-14, leading Sydney, one behind, 25-minute mark. Ball about to come back in. Out near the legend sign, one of the uh, good sponsors for AFL Canberra. This game brought to you by AFL Canberra. Great supporters of Queanbeyan FM football. As the boundary throw in, nobody can really break free. On the bottom, Sydney. Again, they work it out. Best Premi. Wide kick. is the ball just went the required distance. Marked by his teammate. Now, they chip it back into the middle. That's ambitious. The ball didn't get to him on the fall. He went for a slide. And the Swans trying to break free, but Ainsley have taken it off them again. They sent it back inside 50, but that's a good mark getting out there. Is that Cleaver? Yeah, they're getting no. It's Heath. Heath, yep. He's back in play after getting a knock early. Goes wide to his teammate, and again, they try and take the overhead mark in these conditions. It's just not on, and they've got to be better at it. I think it's Johnson. He's, he's got the long sleeves on. It should be... Trying to help him take chest marks, but he's trying to play drive with a footy off hands anyway over the boundary line out of sight of the ground. Uh, it's Griffin just went up the race for a moment, so obviously no pro- no serious problem with him as we head towards quarter time here at Monica Oval. The rain not letting up as the uh, scrum falls over the ball again. Who was ripped off? But that was O'Dwyer who was just pulled off the ball. He'll get the free kick. And he'll look to set up far side of the ground. Heads towards the Jack Pingleton scoreboard. Kicks on its way. Once again, the uh, long sleeves reaching into the uh, into the air that time was Johnson. And he just uh, had no hope of getting that in a two-on-one in these weather conditions. No, he's just got to try and not uh, fall so much. As we come up to quarter time, it's 2-2-14 Ainsley. Sydney a point. Winner straight through to the grand final. Loser plays next week in the preliminary final. Sydney working inside 50. Is that going to be paid? The mark's been taken. It's 50 metres out. 45 degree angle in front of the Fingleton scoreboard here at Monica Oval. On a dry day, I don't think he'd kick it. Yeah, it's going to be a, a long one. On a wet day, he's got Buckley's, I'd say. But anyway, let's see how he goes. It'll be a, a miracle if it gets uh, any score, really. And that kick goes about as far as I could kick it, 25 metres, I reckon. On a dry day. Yep. yep. With a 50-metre wind blowing. Yep, so, so you're right. He had Nathan Buckley's hope of getting a... Uh, getting the a quarter time here at Marnica Oval in the uh, grand final qualifier. Whoever wins goes straight through. And it's Ainsley with a good quarter, 2-2-14. Pretty good scoring in uh, these conditions. Sydney just the solitary behind. So the goal scorers were Harris and Stone for Ainsley and Sydney not able to get one. All uh, pretty much Ainsley in that first quarter. Craig, most of the play in their uh, 50-metre arc of the ground. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. You're right, the wind is blowing to that end, but whether the wind's any use today, I'm not sure. Yeah, interesting that Ainsley was so well-structured right from the get-go. They kept their formations and they were very disciplined in how they played their footy when they came down forward. They might have had the ball coming towards this grandstand flank and wing, but at at every opportunity, they looked to go to the corridor. They looked to have numbers running through 
to try and uh, if the uh, full forward or if the intended target wasn't able to get there, they would have numbers at the contest at the fall of the ball. And uh, that was certainly how Harris was able to get his first goal, where the, the ball came into the hot spot about 15 metres out, flew the pack, Harris mindful enough to keep himself goal side and ran into an open goal to uh, kick the first of the game. And then Stone... Well, it was a it was a great roost from 45 metres out. Got the free kick. It was a it was a hard ball get that got him the free kick, and he converted well. So Ainsley 2-2-14 to Sydney, one solitary behind. Uh, well, you have to think that uh, Sydney would be looking at their senior players because some of their senior players were the ones that made the uh, biggest mistakes. Mel, this Premier ran out of the uh, square before he kicked it on a uh, following a point. Johnson has been running under the ball, but then again, his teammates have been bombing it in as if it was a dry day. And uh, also, who was the other one I was going to give a spray to? Um, uh, well, that's probably enough for the moment. Pick a number. <laughs> yeah. But they have, they, they've been beaten at the contest. I think Sumner also was uh, a bit lacklustre in, uh, in the Sydney side as well. But... Uh, they, they haven't been playing uh, a sensible game and Ainsley have been able to wall it up. At times it's looked like an under-8s game where you had 22 players all over the fall of the ball. But uh, I must admit, when Sydney started to get it out of the back line, Ainsley weren't getting sucked up the ground. They were playing a traditional forward structure and that meant when the ball rebounded, they at least were able to have the runners make numbers at the uh, at the contest. And uh, is going to be interesting to see if Ainsley can maintain this level. I've noticed during this quarter time break the tops of the trees all starting to move around a lot more than we noticed during that first term. So if this, uh, if anything, the wind certainly has picked up. The rain has eased fractionally. And I know when I was driving out here to Monica Oval today, the, the wind in some areas was extremely, extremely strong. It was uh, buffeting the car around. So if we were to get some more... Um, some more weather like that could make for a very interesting afternoon. But Ainsley looked like they're, well, they're one quarter of their way booked into the grand final in two weeks' time here at Marnica Oval. What, we, uh, what we're going to find out is who can go through to the grand final today and who will be back here at Marnica next week to play the winner of the second semi-final between Eastlake and That'll be on QBN FM from 5 to 2 tomorrow afternoon. We'd like to thank all the great sponsors of the AFL's Canberra's football on QBN FM, including Actu AGL, Canberra Milk, National Australia Bank, Slater and Gordon Solicitors, Legends Restaurant in Manuka, Akina Coffee. They've got a stall at the ground, which uh, I'm sure the uh, people here have been enjoying all day, and the Sportsman's Warehouse. We thank them for their support here in the 2010 final series of the AFL Canberra. This huddle... Certainly lasting past the sirens there, Mel. Yes, both coaches will be giving last-minute instructions. We'll see how uh, Sydney handle going to what might be the scoring end in this second quarter. Interesting to see uh, just down below us, Queanbeyan coach Mark Armstrong uh, taking a lot of notice of what happens here today. Um, He'll be certainly hoping that his team can uh, progress through tomorrow's game and play 
whoever loses this game here at Monaco in the preliminary final. And then it'll be a fairy tale way for him to go out, really, if they can get through to the grand final and uh, snag a win in that particular game as well. Of course, other events coming up for the AFL Canberra. It's the, uh, the Night of Nights, the Mulrooney Medal on Tuesday, the 14th of September. 6.34, 7 o'clock start at the Labor Club in you need to get a hold of Tamara Knox at AFL Canberra, at the AFL Canberra office, by Tuesday, the 7th of September, for your tickets. So the Mulrooney medal coming up later this year, always an a, uh, interesting medal count when we see what the uh, men in orange give, when the men in orange give their thoughts on the season. Queanbeyan Tiger fans will be hoping that uh, Mitch Danaher does well again. I think, it was a, uh, I think he was the joint winner of it last year. So, uh, and he's had a pretty good season for mine. I think he'll be right up there again. Anyway, we'll find all out about that when it happens. As the second quarter underway, Andrew's trying to get a quick kick. But uh, Thornton for Sydney got it forward, but still in the middle. Gordon, kick went nowhere for Sydney. Out of the middle, Hughes trying to get it forward. Slapped away. And that's a fresh air shot that time by Thornton. But his teammate Gordon went in there. They've worked it inside 50 of the Swans. Again, going through a Dwyer, had a fresh air shot. Quick pick out of the pack by Ainsley. Sends it out towards Tut. He just kicks it straight off the ground. It stops in the puddle, though. And going in there, Emery. Was he tackled without it? Um, oh, I thought it was a pack then. No, Clint Mathis has got it for the tricolours. Tackled by Sumner, and the umpire calls for a ball up. Right in front of us here on the grandstand side at Monica Oval, early going second quarter. Quick kick forward, that time by Vest Premier for Sydney at the back. His teammates favoured. It's uh, Potter. Quick handball to Johnson, who went into the forward pocket. Bradshaw can't get to it. Ainsley just soccer it off the ground, and it goes out of bounds. What's the field umpire going to say? Throw it in? Yeah, he said that already. Deliberate. So, early going second quarter. Still Ainsley, 2-2-14, leading one behind Sydney. And it looks like maybe there is more in this uh, win than what we first thought, Mal. As Andrews, well, he completely missed it, but went back onto the ball. Hacked off the ground by Michael Lawless. Ainsley getting numbers to the fall of the ball as they did so in the first term. Mal back into the hands of Michael Lawless, who hacks it to centre wing far side. Oh, great run through by the Ainsley side. Kicking it forward, bounces in front of Stone. He couldn't get back there in time, and it's hacked over the top and out of bounds in front of the timepiece here in the Monica Oval scoreboard, the Jack Fingerland scoreboard, where it says three minutes into the second term on QBN FM finals for ball. Yeah, McKay caught ball watching there for Sydney. Just let Argyle take it off him. Not good enough. Good throw in. It goes almost to the uh, back of the contest. Quick kick forward by Ainsley. That won't Ooh. be a mark. Sumner dropped it anyway. Now Ainsley go in, but a good smother. Sumner did the work there to make up for the mistake. Yep. So it's uh, out of bounds in front of the scoreboard. And you've got 55, 60 metres away from Ainsley attacking goal now. 2-2-14, the tricolours. Sydney are behind. Second quarter action here from Marnica. And at the front of the pack... It's all uh, tricolours again, but Sumner going back, picks it up for Sydney. Rennie's full distance, nice kick along the line. His teammate couldn't mark it out there. It might have been... That uh, was Bradshaw. It bounced off his chest. Yeah, long way up the ground trying to get a kick. Well, there's no one at home for Sydney. Yes, they've got the uh, 
Chuckadong paddock. The Chuckadong flood happened. The green, the green light. And it is a flood here today, I can tell you. Good throw in again at the back of the pack. Ainsley, get it forward. Quick kick. And there's a 100-metre kick. 50 up, 50 down. And, and Sumner again. Square. So he's coming to it in this quarter. I'm surprised it went 15 in a uh, linear direction there, Mal. He's His six, kick was good. Yeah, to, um, to Gordon. Sends it inside the 50. Where's Bradshaw? Well, he missed it the first time. Got it. Swings on to the left. Which way will it skid? Straight through the high middle. Little. First goal for the Swans. Goal to Bradshaw. Sydney go to 117. They trail the tricolours who are 2 2 14. He's caught at the back, having a bit of a loaf, but uh, the ball skidded through to him and he hooked it around on the left for the first. The Sydney four-minute mark in the second quarter, it took them to kick their first goal of the day. Well, it was a lot more convincing move forward. Sumner linking up with Gordon, who then pumped it long to Bradshaw. And uh, they're going to need to do a lot more of that. As it's tapped down, Sydney got the tap, but it was at the fall of the ball. Uh, once again, Holmes, who gets the hand pass away, gives it off to Ian Lawless. Haven't called his name much today. Again... Sumner getting to it and wrestling it away. He kicks forward and a good chest mark taken that time by Trevelyan. He goes towards centre-half forward. McFarlane desperate on hands and knees. Second effort was good as well. Knocked off his feet was Thornton. Eventually, Sydney will round it back up and go inside again. They're looking for Bradshaw. They find him, but he can't take the mark. Tuck with the hand pass. Gets it away to a teammate who hacks it back outside of 50. Bradshaw taken high. Umpire saw it the same way. It was a pretty uh, agricultural move by Gobriel, who smothers the kick off Bradshaw at the mark and then is given the free kick because Bradshaw went at him. Now Tut is being wrestled and they're going to give him 50 for it. So Tut got slung and then someone else has been slung in the background as well. So there's no love lost here at Monica Oval. Sydney and Ainsley. Ainsley with a seven-point advantage. Yeah, pretty dumb football there by Bradshaw. First mistake was kicking it into the man of the mark. Well. And then he uh, put the opposition player down as well. So it's uh, hard enough trying to get it forward. Quick handball to Shirley. He'll send it long up towards the fifth. Out came Stone. Dropped what was uh, an easy mark in the end. No pressure on him. Holmes, quick kick forward. Who'll get it? Someone's got to push the back. Ainsley free kick. Yeah, I'd say that's going to go to Payne too. Uh, no. Ben Hughes in the end. Uh, I saw Payne fly out of the pack and I thought that he might have got a push. So the uh, 50 metre penalty is really going to burn the Swans here because Ben Hughes is only about 15 metres out directly in front. Should kick it. On its way. Oh. Goal umpire worked a lot, but I think he's got it. He has... So the quick reply by the uh, tricolours sees them go to 3-2-20. Sydney at one one seven Took them a quarter and four minutes to kick a goal. And then uh, Bradshaw's just uh, given away the free. And a 50. And Ainsley have got uh, a very soft goal in these conditions. Yeah, now Stone off the ground. Uh, sorry, no, that's not Stone off the ground. A turn off the ground for the Ainsley tricolours as we set back up in the centre. Ball up, about to take place. Andrews and Curry. 
Curry, no, Andrew's got the tap. Ainsley trying to get hands on the ball, working well underground. Michael Lawless hacks it off the ground. He goes seconds. He you know, ball still in Ainsley's hand. They hand pass back, this time to Ian Lawless, who kicks across the body as he's ridden into the ground at the same time. Gordon's there. He gets dispossessed of the ball. Working down low, the 50... Oh, that's the 51, isn't it? It's Emery who works it over the boundary line and will have a throw-in to take place just adjacent to the Swans' dugout here, far left half-forward flank of the Ainsley uh, Tricolours. Throw in, tough. No, it was Mathis tried to pick it up. Oh, to be a high tackle. tackle on O'Dwyer. Umpire said no, but the Swans will work it uh, towards centre wing with a kick looking for Johnson. He traps it, but can't keep it in. And we'll have a boundary throw in right on the interchange area. Eight minutes gone, second quarter. It's Ainsley 3-2-20, Sydney 1-1-7. As uh, Curry and Andrews do the ruck work again. That's short, short throw in. Yeah. Yep, even the umpires uh, struggling with the slippery ball. Mathis trying to go through for Ainsley. Sumner in there. Hearn now for Ainsley. There's a whistle on the play. trouble standing up. And it's a Sydney free kick. No, it's a, it was, no? Uh, I thought it was Mathis was put down, but in fact it was Hearn that was put down. And again, disciplined by Ainsley, just going straight for the hot spot. The quick kick out of defence by Sydney is going to be cut off by Andrews. He picks it up now. Oh, wobbly kick looking for Hearn. He traps it just inside the line. Good smother by the Sydney defence and they'll rush it out. It's good work there by Thornton to put the smother on and then rush it over. So the umpire will be uh, having to throw it back in again. See if he can get a bit more distance on this one. So good throw at the back. Curry got the tap away. Couldn't find a teammate in there. Sumner, I think it is, on the bottom. He couldn't pick it up. And uh, it's trapped by Curry. Umpire will call this time for a throw-up. Now it was Dylan McNeil going in there for Sydney. He needs to get a bit more involved. Curry with the tap out. Oh, great to, uh, tackle. The umpire. That's cool. I don't, know how, I don't know when he was supposed to get the disposal away, but yeah. uh, Dwyer was absolutely slammed. That was a slam tackle in every sense of the word. Yeah. Hughes pumps it long. He went the top, Mal. Oh, good work. Gets it to Crook. Crook goes by hand to Stone. He's set on immediately. Breaks the tackle. Kicks the goal. I think he's kicked it. Bath has come from nowhere. The top. Set Ainsley up forward. And eventually Stone kicks his second. At the 10-minute mark of the second term. And Ainsley have increased their lead now. Four goals to 26 to 117 here at Monica Oval. Football, finals football, brought to you by the AFL Canberra, Actu AGL, Canberra Milk, National Australia Bank, Slater and Gordon Solicitors, Legends Restaurant, Monica, Akina Coffee and Sportsman's Warehouse. Back in the middle and Curry won the tap on the way down. Sydney, well, that kick smothered by Mathis. Going through, uh, Andrews tries to pick it up. He does. Tackled immediately, and the umpire says we'll have a ball up. Not much opportunity given there to uh, O'Dwyer in that previous contest to get rid of it. He was tackled immediately and penalised for holding the ball. Pretty harsh in these conditions, I would have thought. As a whistle on the play, he's going to be an Ainsley. No, he signalled the wrong way again. Curry will get the free kick. Sydney, they've only got two ways to point, 
and they muck it up more often than not. Brad Shaw, did he mark it? That yes. was a great low-down mark there. And skidded about another five metres before he stopped. He's calling long. Goes the top. Oh, it's a mongrel top too. Yeah, and it's easily cut off by Hearn at the back. Across the ground, finds love for Ainsley. Out of sight of the ground, they go very wide. Out oh. there, looking for Ball Argyle. stopped in the puddle, yep. didn't it? And then again, the whistle... Sydney free kick, they call advantage. The long kick in, there's a Sydney player there. Oh, he couldn't get to it. Couldn't get to it. I think it was Thornton, and it's uh, skidded away from him through for a behind. So it's 4 2 26 Ainsley, Sydney 1 2 8. 12 minutes gone, second quarter. Kick out goes to Hearn. He kicks further afield and finds Crook. Just outside of 50 on the right half back flank. Goes inside, this kick's short of Argle. Hearn's there though. Gets the hands away to Argle. Argle goes back to Hearn. Crook does it. He'll get the ball now from the hand pass as they're working backwards before they go forwards. Her, uh, sorry, it's Crook. Kicks up centre wing, far side of the ground. Punched away that time by Clint Mathis. He kicks around the body. Goes in hard. Going in hard, I should say, was Payne. Left it behind. Ball on the ground. Sydney with numbers. Hand passes. He fell to ground. Does dispossess the ball. Ainsley with another chance. It is just absolutely water everywhere. Over in front of the Jack Fingleton scoreboard. And uh, all you could see was a spray as the guys were hitting the ground. It's been rushed over the boundary line, 50 metres away from Ainsley attacking goal. Boundary umpire put it back into play. Again, nobody can break free. Quick kick by the Swans is cut off by Ainsley. That kick's mothered as well. Still in the f- defensive zone. That kick's a wobbler, but Sydney will work it out now towards centre wing. Out there, nobody can trap it. At the back, well, oh. it was going to be all Ainsley. They finish up picking it up. The kick went nowhere. Tuttle get it now. Hooks it around the corner. Nobody can mark. Sydney in front. Again, work it back towards the uh, centre wing, but it's going to go over the line. And we'll have a boundary throw in. Almost 15 gone in this quarter. It's two goals to Ainsley, one to Sydney. Three goals the difference in total. 4-2 to 1-2. Stone in ruck with Curry. Looks like he'll have to do it all day, mm. Daniel Curry. As uh, stacks on the mill, out of sight of the ground. Can anyone get out of there? Umpire calling play on. Eventually, Sydney get a quick How kick high? forward. Ainsley player tackled on the ground. Umpire said we'll call for a ball up. Well, that was Josh Cameron. At no stage did he ever let go of uh, anywhere above that fella's head. Then that was uh, pretty. You know, didn't like that call. Well, no call, I should say. Ball up. Curry t- touched it down. Sydney dispossessed immediately. Ball in dispute. Sydney had numbers. Hand pass. McFarlane had his man before it even came near him. And the pack forms over the ball once again. And I think the pack's driven it over the boundary line. No, we'll have a ball up. In front of the AGL sign, far side of the ground here at Monica Oval, where it's 15 minutes and Rainsley lead to a 4-2, to 1-2-8. Again, the pack over the ball. Sydney trying to break free. Interesting uh, handball out there. But uh, umpire said it was OK. Again, uh, Ainsley... Cut it off, McFarlane. He's quick kick back to centre wing, trying to find a teammate, and they can't keep it in. We'll have a boundary throw in. I don't know. I thought the ground was pretty heavy over the uh, Bradman stand side there, Mal, but it looks every bit as heavy on the far side. Yeah, I don't think it's any better. It's pretty even. Water everywhere. 
So uh, umpire puts it back in. It'll be uh, pretty much like this all day. Again, Sydney trying to work it forward. Sumner there. Oh, Bradshaw went to ground. Yeah, and it's uh, Ainsley players keeping their feet. They kick back into the cricket pitch area. It's a glue pot. Nobody can... Uh, oh, he didn't have it then. Yeah. Clint Mathers, the uh, former Western Creek players, put on a fair bit of weight since he was playing as a under-19 in the seniors for Western Creek. His kick went nowhere, and uh, Ainsley chip it forward, but getting back love for Ainsley. Should pick it up, he does. What's he going to do? He dodges around the first tackle, goes for a run. Short pass into the middle. It's all Sydney. Dropping the mark, Guthrie. Works it to his teammate, Best oh. Premier. He looked to get one high. Up, I said no. Kick smothered. It's skewed back to Curry. Picks it up. Goes looking for Bradshaw. It clears everybody. It's two on one. Two Ainsley there. Two E. Slaps it off the ground. Looking for the line. And it goes over. We'll have a boundary throw in. Right on the 50 metre arc. Left forward flank for the Swans. They trail by three goals. It's 4-2 to 1-2. Throwing to take place as uh, it's uh, going to be Andrews and uh, up that time with him, I think Bradshaw was trying to do the ruck work there. It's Andrews punching it straight back over the boundary line and we'll have a subsequent ruck two metres further away from the Sydney goal. Yeah, Curry's up on the centre wing having a bit of a spell. So it is Bradshaw there, but once again Andrews winning the contest. Ball in dispute, it goes either way. Off the ground, attacked by Sydney. Ainsley getting numbers back in defence. Again, players just uh, doing extremely well, picking up the ball, Mal. I've been impressed with that. Kick forward by Ainsley, couldn't take the chest mark. That time was Hughes. It's in dispute on the ground. Players watching around, they're giving themselves every opportunity to get away with it. Tut pulled his player off the ball. It goes back, Sydney with numbers, hacked over the top, into the cricket pitch area. Bouncing ball. Uh, eventually picked up by Ainsley. They kick wide into the left forward, uh, half forward flank. Ball on the ground and it looks like it's going to be run over the boundary line that time by Josh Cameron of the Swans. So the ball's moved diagonally across the field to about 53 metres away from the Ainsley attacking goal. Good news for us as we can see things better on this side. Boundary throw in. Curry won the tap. Whistle on the play as a holding the man. Free kick. Ian, uh, Ian Lawless has given it away. So it's going to go to the Swans. And they play on quickly at the back. And we look to be put down after he kicked uh, it up. I, I think there was play. a bit of uh, staging there. Johnson's got it for the Swans. He just kicks it to open space. Yep, there's Emery versus McFarlane. Emery for the Swans, McFarlane for Ainsley. McFarlane gets there first, picks it up. Oh, and he drops that. it like a red-hot potato. Umpire, what are you doing? Didn't pay the free. Ainsley at the back through Fleming. Bring it wide. They've got a player out here. Completely loose. It's Griffin. He bends over, picks it up. Still time to kick it. Goes up looking for Hughes. He's got two to beat. What'll he do? He'll see it over the way from him anyway. Again, the discipline of Ainsley coming to the fore. They've, they've been extremely disciplined throughout this first half of football as we hit the 18 and a half minute mark here at Monica Oval. 4-2-26 plays 1-2-8 as the throwing takes place and the pack forms immediately over the ball. Just right on centre wing as the rain starts to tumble down again. It gets a bit darker. Empire throws it up. Hughes third man up. Slapped it forward for Ainsley. 
going through their Harris oh, grab by the leg. Um, Sydney player down too, Mal. I, I don't know who it is as yet, but he's not looking uh, the best. So uh, the quick kick forward by Ainsley is going to have to be brought back. Is that Curry? They'll be in a world of hurt. It is Curry too. So they're in a world of hurt if Curry's uh, not going to be able to uh, play on. They're bringing him straight off. So Sydney, this could be a telling point as Curry is limping from the ground. Oh, there's a 50. The runner from Sydney has come into the protected zone. I think that was to uh, try and tell... Uh, Bradshaw to play Bradshaw, in the rough, probably. Maybe. But he was certainly running... He ran within the protected zone, and that is why Ainsley now, through goal scorer, the first goal scorer of the day, Harris, is going to be able to line up for his second... We're right on the 20-minute mark of the second term. Now, what's the difference between the two water boys and the runner? They're both within the five metres as well. It's the dumbest rule in the game, fair dinkum. Well, it's netted. Ainsley, the fifth goal of the game. Mal, you said they needed five to win. And at the 20-minute mark, they've kicked their fifth. As Sydney, with it all to do here at Monica Oval. The first semi-final on QBNFM, AFL Canberra Finals Actions. Brought to you in part by ActuAGL, Canberra Milk, National Australia Bank, Flater and Gordon Solicitors, Legends Restaurant Monica, The Sportsman's Warehouse, and if you're at the game, then you've probably already had uh, a keen of coffee. Back to the middle, and... Emery doing the rough work now for Sydney. It spills out the back of the pack. McCaig's got it. Oh, well, he tried to put the fin on his tackle. That's hard in the ball. They've played on immediately. It goes to the goal scorer in Harris. He kicks across his body. He tackled as he was getting the disposal away. And it's out of bounds about a few, 10 metres around from the right-hand behind post in front of another one of those Legends restaurant signs, Mal. Yes, great supporters of AFL Canberra. And a good feed, too. I'm a big fan. And good supporters of Cuban FM football. Boundary umpire puts it back in. Emery up against uh, Stone that time. Nobody can really break free. Quick kick around the corner by Ainsley. That's oh, pretty good. That is good. That's Holmes. At uh, the 21-minute mark, Holmes has kicked the sixth for Ainsley. I think you better go downstairs and get Dane Melly warming up. I think we're about uh, almost done here. 6-2-38 to 1-2-8. End of time on in the second quarter. Andrews and Tut coming back out for the tricolours. And Andrews going straight down to full forward. That'll be goal of the day on a dry day. Almost goal of the year in this conditions. Beautiful kick there from John Holmes. Who's gone to the ruck here, Mel? It looks like they've sent Curry off to the forward line. I don't uh, recognise Emery. The Emery in the rough. So it's Emery, okay. He got the tap, but it went straight to Ainsley. They work it uh, to this side of the ground, soccer off the ground. In front, Sydney should pick it up. But they also go for the soccer off the ground. Now they oh. all go for the slide. Thornton and Hearn. Hearn. Went in hard. Yeah, it looked like Thornton got a knee to the head there where they were both sliding along the ground. Over Great the line. desperation. Yes, it was. And we'll have a boundary throw in right in front of the Ainsley dugout. 
Plenty of commentary coming from there. There's a hole in the man free kick against Griffin, or is it going to Griffin? No, it's going. Well, he was the one that had his arms around uh, Emery, so I'm damned if I, I know how they picked those rough free kicks. As his kick's a good one, and that's uh, almost a good mark there by Ainsley. Stone went up, trying to hang on to a uh, dry weather footy mark. Just lost a handle on it on the way down, and it's a boundary throw in. Gee, you call for a count. There's too many Ainsley players on the field, yep. I think, as uh, the interchange is just a big muck-up. Again, they work it forward, but going through, Heath got a quick kick for Swans. Now his teammate falls over. Hughes goes in for Ainsley and sends it up towards the 50. In front, it's all Ainsley. Harris again. Oh, how was that not in the back from Stone that time? Harris on the ground. Who does he handball to? Sydney. Now it's into open spaces. Ben Hughes goes back for Ainsley. Can't pick it up. Leaves it for his teammate. Handballs it back to Griffin. That's ambitious in these conditions. McCaig will cut it off for Sydney. Lost a handle on it, but it went to his teammate. Now back to uh, the centre square. Over Emery's head. Johnson, can he pick it up? No. No free kick either. He fell over. Griffin, the big man. Great pass. Found Mathis. Long kick up towards the goals. That's oh. a great mark for Ainsley. Solid chest mark there as the ball was pumped in. It was a flatter kick. Nick Payne, too much uh, bulk for his uh, Sydney opponent. He's taken a great mark. I thought that was the, uh, Michael Lawless that's taken the kick goal. Yeah, can't be Payne because he's just come on. So <laughs> a three and eight. <laughs> it's Michael Lawless. Yep. At least they look similar, three and eight. Yeah, but it's a seven now. Is it? Yeah. It's Michael. Who's kicked it low, straight, and through the middle. Lawless gets his first. It's the seventh for the Ainsley Tricolours. So they're dominating now at the 25-minute mark of this term. Yeah, five goals to just one in this quarter. It took a long while, too. It took, uh, what was it, ten minutes till... Uh, sorry, seven minutes till Hughes got his first. And then it's been... Uh, all the tricolours way. Of course, Bradshaw got the uh, first goal of the quarter at the four-minute mark, and uh, Sydney haven't looked like scoring since then, really. Back to the middle. Griffin won the tap. Can't find a teammate. Going through was uh, Gordon for Sydney. Oh, great work by McFarlane there. Yeah, good smother. Now he puts a good tackle on. Tries to pick it up as well. Set upon by Aguirre. That's high. And the umpire's on the other side of the contest. He said it's uh, held in. I'll have a ball up. Grandstand, I guess, all saw what I saw. Hughes punches a clear vest premi for Sydney. Tries to pick it up. He does. Quick kick around the corner. Uh, a opportunity. Sumner took the mark. He just came onto the ground. He sends it high and long. At the back, it's all Sydney. At the front, all Ainsley. They should get out of it. As no well, they picked said. a free kick out of there. Oh. He's has signalled it was a Sydney free kick and called it play on when Ainsley ran it away. I couldn't see why Sydney were getting the free kick, but that was completely confusing. As now Andrews, he does some good work at ground level, tackle with the ball though, and this time it will be a Sydney free kick. It's going to Josh Cameron for the Swans. Short kick. Oh, it's the ground Sumner. One of the two, Johnson or Sumner. They can't uh, break free. And there's a whistle. And he signals at Ainsley's way. Let's see which way it goes. <laughs> yeah, it is going to Ainsley this time. Mathis. 
wide ball out to that outer side of the ground looking for Andrews, can't keep it in. We'll have a boundary throw in as we come to half time. It's the uh, tricolours with the game you'd imagine pretty much well in hand already. 7 2 44, Sydney a 1 2 8. So pretty accurate kicking in these conditions as well. Five straight goals in this quarter. Again, a whistle on the play, and it'll be an Ainsley free kick out of the ruck contest. They should just call all those play on as the uh, kick towards uh, the scoreboard. Nobody can mark, but Swans work it back towards the centre of the ground. No one there, though. It's all Ainsley. Fleming. And he's kicked it out of bounds back to where we started, right in front of that scoreboard, which shows uh, the tricolours with a six-goal lead. Yeah, Sydney has stopped dead like a bloody motorist heading down the Barton Highway towards the Gungahlin Drive extension. They've just got no forward progress. Rough contest again. Quick kick out of the pack by Ainsley. Sees them try and work it forward, but again, socket off the ground by Cameron for Sydney, and it will be a boundary throw in. Out of side of the ground. 7-2 plays 1-2. Ainsley in front. Winner through to the grand final, so it looks like uh, back-to-back grand finals for the Tricolours. And their opponent, well, Sydney's opponent next week in the preliminary final awaits the uh, game tomorrow. As again, Ainsley have it inside their attacking 50. Uh, Sydney mucking around with it too, no clear possession. And Ainsley are just using that uh, indecision to their advantage. But the umpire from uh, 180 metres away managed to pick the free kick. The guy standing next to the pack then just makes sure the arm was pointed in the right direction. Good short kick by Sydney. They're outside of 50 now. Far side, centre wing, looking for the uh, the, the uh, 27 of Thornton. And uh, he is unable to get to the ball. So right on centre wing, far side of the ground, will have a throw to take place at a very long quarter. It's the 29-minute uh, mark here of the second term as we approach half-time at 7-2-44 to 1-2-8. Again, Ainsley just work it forward out of the pack. Mathis tried to keep it in but couldn't. And we'll have another boundary throw in right in front of the timepiece, which says almost 30 minutes gone in this quarter. There have been six goals scored and plenty of uh, ball-ups and throw-ins as well. So that's why we're having such a long quarter. Again, uh, no clear winner in the ruck contest. As, uh, again, Ainsley just work it forward. A quick hack off the ground by the Swans is no good, though, because it's all Ainsley there. Ben Hughes fell over, and we'll have stacks on the mill. As the ball just works out of the pack, quick kick forward by Ainsley. will be cut off by the Swans. A big torpy back to centre-half forward. Nobody attacked it. It spills out the back to Bradshaw. Can he pick it up? Oh, they all down, yeah. He yes. called him for legged, and if that was legged, considering his arms were wrapped around Brayshaw, that means leg by foot. Isn't that an automatic 50? Well, anyway, he's got the free kick, Bradshaw, against Gobriel, and he's gobbed off, so that's 50 metres. Oh, well, it is now. <laughs> so Bradshaw would have to fall over, which is some chance in these conditions to miss this because he's right on the goal line. Never seen one of the boys in orange change their mind yet, so I don't know why the players just keep arguing. As that goes over the goal umpire's head, and that's the Swans' second goal for the afternoon, the second for Sydney as well. They're 2-2-14, they trail by five straight goals, 7-2-44.
And we've ticked uh, past 30 minutes now, 31 in this second quarter. Yeah, interesting position we're in, Mal, because I think that rain's got heavier again. The clouds are getting darker over the, uh, over the ground. If you look back towards Mount Ainsley, you can certainly see uh, a lot more cloud and uh, cloud cover on its way. So it's going to be interesting this second half. It's going to be very dark at the end of the game, and Sydney will have to uh, do something spectacular in the first moments of the third term, you would think to be able to get themselves out of the hole that they appear to have uh, dug themselves in. Back to the middle, and Andrews won the tap on the second attempt. It went forward, but uh, nobody can break out of the pack as the half-time siren goes here at Marnica Oval. Great quarter by the tricolour goals in that quarter. Takes them to 7-2-44. Sydney with a late goal. Gives them some hope. In reality, they're only five straight kicks behind. But when you've only kicked two in the first half, it's hard to see that margin being brought back. It's half time in the grand final qualifier. It's the Ainsley Tricolours 7-2-44. Sydney Swans are 2-2-14. Craig, you want to check the goal scorers or do you want me to? I'll check the goal scorers, starting with the Swans, who have had both their goals kicked here at half time by Daniel Bradshaw, who uh, you'd have to say isn't the uh, best conditions for him to be making a comeback in, or his second comeback game in, for he kicked the first and the last goals of the second term, Sumal. For Ainsley, and it's two to Harris, two to Stone, then singles to Holmes, Hughes and Michael Lawless. So at the long break, 7-2. 44 plays, 2-2-14. All right, we might uh, take a break here from Marnica Oval and hand it back to the QBNFM studios. We'll be back with all the live second-half action in 15 minutes. The game brought to you by AFL Canberra and their good sponsors, ActuAGL, Canberra Milk, National Australia Bank, Slater and Gordon Solicitors, Legends Restaurant, and Kena Coffee and the Sportsman's Warehouse, all great supporters of uh, live football on QBNFM. Let's take you back to the studio and we'll come back in 15 minutes for all the second. And welcome back to Marnica Oval for the second half action in this uh, grand final qualifier between the Ainsley Tricolours and the Sydney Swans Reserves at half time. It's uh, a big lead in the conditions that we face today to the Tricolours. They're 7 2 44 to 2-2-14, so a five-goal lead. In uh, normal conditions, Craig, that it uh, would not be insurmountable, but in today's conditions, yeah. it's uh, it's more like a 10- or 12-goal lead, really, isn't it? Sydney's season is uh, collapsing like the proverbial at the moment. Yes, they've really hit a wall. They lost their last four home-and-away games, and they're uh, well down today as we're uh, underway here in the third-quarter action and looks like Daniel Curry's uh, OK again. He's back in the middle. But again, uh, Ainsley try and work it forward through Crook and Tut. They've uh, got it forward now. Sliding in was an Ainsley player. It was uh, Clint Mathis. Can't break free. Stacks on the mill. Well, there's a punch. Curry dispossessed, wasn't he? And Vest Premier's absolutely been smashed in back play. He gets to his feet now. Not uh, all that good to tackle to Hughes. Yep. For the tricolours, he's right on the 50-metre arc. Robert Shirley pointing at the goals. He goes, oh, well, 
sideways and uh, Vespremi will pick it up for Sydney. Just pumps it back into open spaces. In front, Mathis picks it up nicely. Quick amble to his teammate. Going back there, Gobriel picked it up, worked it forward towards Mathis again. They can't get out of it. Slide again. Shirley for Ainsley picks it up. He hoists it towards half forward. Nobody can mark. Clears the pack. Will it stay in? No, we'll have a boundary throw in. But inside the attacking zone for the tricolours, they're going to the Monica Cinema's end of the ground in this quarter. It seems to have been uh, favoured by the breeze, but the last quarter, Ainsley going the other way, kicked five goals to two. So go figure. As Andrews at the front of the ruck just double pumps it back towards that boundary line, and it's back over there now. We are into the first moments of the third term. AFL Canberra action, proudly supported by ActuAGL Canberra Milk, National Australia Bank, Slade Nagorda Solicitors, Legends Restaurant Monica, Akina Coffee, and Spore the Sportsman's Warehouse. Ball in the uh, attacking zone for Ainsley. Nobody can really break free from that boundary throw in, and the umpire, Wally, let's go. And the Swans look like they were going to break out, but again, Ainsley get back and cut it off. It's outside of 50. Quick kick by McNeil for Sydney up towards the centre wing, but again, Ainsley in front with Tui, and he handballs it. And then slides straight into the white picket fence. Just put his head up at the right time, otherwise he would have cracked it open. It was and a nasty looking slide. Out of it? control, yep. Boundary throw in, right on the interchange area. Rucks push and shove, nobody wins it. Best Premier at the back. The Sydney picked it up, tackled immediately. Crowd go ball. Umpire says no. Gordon looked to get a high tackle, but he got the handball away. It's all actually at the back. Andrews, quick kick back to 50. Spills out the back. O'Dwyer there for Sydney. Quick handball. Got it to a teammate. Now they work at the best premier. Well, that bounce it wasn't 15 either. But he gets out of it. Gives it to his teammate and Farrell. Sends it wide and it's over the line. We'll have another boundary throw in. This time in front of the Sydney dugout. Three minutes gone. First to a third term here at Marnica Oval. Looks a little bit lighter out there now, Mal, but I can see more dark clouds on the horizon, but I can see more of Mount Ainsley than I think I have all day. Andrews double-fisted it down to Gordon. Gordon slung off the kick. Clint Mathis goes to ground. His hand pass up, gets eventually to Michael Lawless, who has to try and break a tackle. His kick was up and down. Hand pass eventually gets out to Holmes, who kicks it back towards the Bradman stand side. Spilled off at that time was Heath. Working through it, Hughes and Putt, they both don't want it. Heath goes in, Shirley eventually picks it up, and he is tackled over the sideline, over the boundary line, and we'll have a throw to take place. Just uh, Heath and uh, Shirley just uh, with a few jumper swings and punches there. Throw yes. to take place in front of the Ainsley dugout. All the uh, Ruckman miss it at the back. Oh, Holmes, that's lawless. Ian this time, trying to break out of the... He can't, and we'll have a ball up this time. Lucky then, he did rake that ball back in, Mal. He had uh, uh, he had Thornton right on his back hammer too. Curry pushed Andrews off it, but Andrews got the tap away. It was Tut dispossessed. If that's 50 metres, I'll go with he. But they've paid it to Argyle. Argyle kicks up towards full forward. Harris, the man with two goals, has the ball kicked. He's, has his hand kicked into the ball, but the umpires have put the whistle away 
for the moment. Sydney slung off the hand pass. Now it goes back. Argyle again pumping it forward. And this time a good chess mark is taken by Ben Hughes, who looks to load up now. He goes long towards the square. Sydney's back there. They get a touch on it through the hand of Funnel and a barrel, and it's a rush behind. It was a good kick. Had the accuracy, just not quite the legs to get over the top of Farrell. As uh, the Swans will bring it back into place. That's the first score of the quarter. 7-3 Ainsley, 2-2 Sydney. Sumner with the kick in. Goes wide and long. It's all uh, Sydney at the front of the pack. McCaig got the kick around the corner, but Ainsley have the wall up at half back. And they send it straight back in. Oh, here's a chance. Yeah, player loose in the, in the uh, forward pocket. The kick into the goal square. Hughes couldn't mark. Going through Stone, couldn't pick it up. Ainsley there now. It's Shirley, is it? Oh, he's... he's handball missed Mathis. He could have run into an open goal if it hit him. A quick kick by Dwyer around the corners. Too wide and it's out on the full. And Ainsley will uh, bring it back in. Ainsley were just playing this wet weather football to perfection. I think it's actually stopped raining out there, Mel, so it's just wet <laughs> and pretty windy too. As we're oh. just waiting for the ball to come back from over the fence. Yep, it's a free kick to Ainsley, and it looks like he's going to go for goal of the year. Runs Andy. off his mark. Low scrubber, two uh, Sydney defenders spoil each other. In the end, it's rushed across the line for another behind the tricolours. They're 7 4 46. Sydney 2 2 14. Quick kick in is a good one. And they send it through the secondary kick out towards Bradshaw, that probably is. And no, it was. Uh, oh, I thought it was the 42, but it must be the 43 of O'Dwyer. Anyway, it's uh, over the line, and we'll have a boundary throw in. It's time the umpire has to fetch his own ball. Not a soul on the outer side of the ground. And do you blame them? <laughs> there is souls behind the goalposts, though, I have noticed. Uh, one down at the Manuka Pool end. One, yes. Uh, one. And there's one over towards this, towards the uh, church in the, was that? That'd be the Menzies, because it's on the right-hand side. Grandstand. Whistle on the play. It's a holding the ball free kick against Ben Hughes for Ainsley. Pretty tough. Curry will take it. And what's Free kick down here? the ground. That's no, a blood rule against oh, okay. the Sydney player who's got to leave the field. So that'll hold up proceedings. This is going to be a night game, and we don't have lights, Mal, because we saw, what, a 32-minute quarter at, in the second quarter, and now we've got a blood rule. Well, they always take about five minutes to get things going. So this Premier comes back out for Sydney, going off is That's Cam- Heath. Campbell Heath. Mm. Not the first time he's uh, had Claret coming from his scone. I think he might have been the one... That resulted in Mark Armstrong missing a week <laughs> in that game up in Sydney. And just looking into the crowd here, Merv looks like he's seen enough. He was uh, probably frozen, so he's gone home. Yeah, prepping himself for tomorrow's game, and then all going well. It looks like they'll be facing Sydney in the preliminary. Yeah, they've got to get past the Demons tomorrow, the Tigers, to get there. And that's no, that's no short order. Uh, the Demons have had the wood on them recently as the ball out of bounds... Slap forward there by uh, Andrews out of the ruck, but uh, couldn't find a teammate in the Swans. Send it long and wide, and it's out of bounds on the outer side of the ground. So not much happening in this third quarter for Sydney. In fact, nothing on the scoreboard. They haven't scored in 10 minutes. The uh, tricolours have added just two behinds 
It's 46 playing 14. Good bodywork by Andrews on the throw-in. Centre wings, far side of the ground. Eventually, it's ball on the ground, and Sydney just continue to soccer the ball, trying to get it forward, and it's out of bounds now. Oh, just forward of centre wing, far side of the ground, Sydney attacking half. And uh, do you want me to fire up the uh, AFL scores for you, Mal? Yeah, well, that game in Perth uh, might just be getting underway, of course. That'll be uh, an interesting contest over there. The Dockers taking on the Hawks. Uh, interesting result last night down in Melbourne as the ball's still in the uh, centre of the ground here at Marnigan. Nobody can break free now. Quick kick forward off the ground by Ainsley. Nick Payne, can he keep it in? He sockers it. Up towards the goals, oh. the defence for Sydney all fall over, going in Sumner tackle without it, they'll get the free. Mathis there, just a little bit too aggressive on the man who hadn't taken possession of the ball yet. The switch out, good kick, Gordon takes a solid mark, but still inside 50, in front of the Menzies stand, he goes to play on, gives it to Sumner, goes back to Gordon. Gordon kicks long, centre wing, Bradman stand, in front of the Bradman stand, at the fall, the ball, good work by Trevelyan. And Sumner will eventually work it away. And we will have a ball up to take place uh, just in front of the Tigers dugout. Now, there's someone running around there with a 60, Mel, and I haven't quite picked up who it is yet. Yeah, we'll have to uh, wait and see if we can... As uh, looks like Cross Curry and Hughes in the back play. Yeah, they're mixing it up. Having a bit of a to-do. And it's gone over the line. We'll have a boundary throw in right in front of the Ainsley dugout. 7-4 plays 2-2 in the third quarter. At the front, Andrews probably won the tap out, but it's shark by Thornton. His kick went nowhere. Crook for Ainsley picks it up. That's a nice kick back into the forward line at the back. Stone just couldn't hang on. Can he pick it up? No, he falls over in the biggest puddle on the ground. Going through Payne, knocks it out to Stone. He's tackled beautifully. But the umpire said it was uh, healthy and then we'll have a ball up. Only 30 metres out from the Ainsley goals. Another one here and it's surely uh, day over. As the both Ruckman got there late and missed it, nobody can break out and we'll have a ball up in basically the same place. Now, uh, here's an Ainsley player coming off the ground holding his arm or that's, shoulder. That's... Uh Oh, just trying to work. That's, That's stone. stone there. Yep. Doesn't look good. No, not at all. Griffin replaces him. Is he holding his... Th- I thought it was his thumb. Okay, might be a dislocation there. He's gone up the race anyway. As we have the third ball up, here's a whistle on the play, and it's a Sydney free kick, we think. That's the malprentice rule. We'll only have three ball ups till the speculator comes out to break up the action. Well, the kick from Curry went uh, nowhere near a teammate. Good tackle there by Best oh, Premier. That's, no. that's out of bounds on the full umpire. That's appalling. That he was kicked into his foot and then went over the boundary line and ricocheted back in on the bounce. Yeah, did it go all the way over, Craig, though? Well, why are they throwing it in if it didn't? Yes, anyway, boundary throw in. Maybe he thought it came off his knee. This one is definitely over the line for a throw in. His knee that was on the ground next year. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. We won't go there. Seven four four. It's a tough. It's a tougher game for the guys in Orange than it is for us up here in the uh, the penthouse of this Monica Oval Bradman stand. Seven four to two two. Ainsley oh, well left behind. He stage for a free kick. Well in control. McNeil uh, lost it again. He really hasn't done much. Got a handball to the big fella. He couldn't there bend down and pick it up. Curry in the back play there. Andrews oh. looked knocked over <laughs> by the umpire. 
But anyway, uh, Johnson gets a quick kick forward for Sydney, but he's got no teammates there. McFarlane picks it up for the tricolours. The left footer with not a bad right foot kick. Sends it towards uh, Shirley. He picks it up. Went straight around uh, Gordon like he wasn't there. Into the 50 it goes. Can anyone pick it up at the back? Harris left it behind. And the relieving kick comes from Bates for Sydney. Gordon this time works his man under it, but didn't really look where he kicked it. It went about five metres anyway. The standing water is so thick, Hearn picks up the ball. He drops it out of bounds as he's trying to get a kick away. But the standing water is so heavy on the ground, Mal, that the ball's not skidding when you come over to the grandstand side. The ball's stopping dead. And a few times already we've seen the ball being kicked towards the boundary, and it just pulls up in the puddle. As uh, the ball at the back of the pack. Oh, great. That's oh, well, he looked to get one around the neck. He's going to be ping-piling the ball. No, umpire said it was held in. And I can tell you, Mal, that uh, things are going well for the home team in the opening minutes of the first quarter. When I say opening minutes, it's about halfway through the first term. And it is 1-3-9. Fremantle leading Hawthorne, two behinds. As Vest Premier gets a quick pick out of defence. Two Ainsley players there and Ben Hughes will mark it. So we'll go straight back in again. Now, what does he want to do? Load up with a torp? He's shaped up for it. Yep, he's, he's gone. Torp. 50 metres on the fly. It clears the pack, but off hands. Through from behind. It's a sort of day. I've seen a couple of torps already today. Yep, load them up. Yep. 7 5 49. He's uh, about ready to come back out. 2 2 40. Sumner will kick it in for the Swans. Now, Sumner's not been having his best day. Vest Premi breaks away from his man as the huddle breaks out towards the far side and the kick, well, it wasn't taken well that time by Thornton, but he's done enough to see it over the boundary line. Throwing to take place 52 metres away from the Ainsley attacking goal. Ainsley at the 15-minute mark of the third term, well in control, 7-5, to 2-2-14. Ruck contest, Ainsley at the back, and they break free going in. Lawless. Couldn't get it. Sydney player pushing the back. He'll get the free. Can they get it inside? Uh, well, anywhere near their 50. They haven't been anywhere near it in this quarter. Well, oh. That kick's gone at out right angles. Yeah. Out on the fall. And the Ainsley tricolours will work it back again. Now, the wind has picked up again, Mel, the, for the first time today. I've actually seen the ACT uh, flag starting to really pick up off the flagpole. The trees are all bending at the tops, but I hadn't noticed the flagpole before, so definitely this breeze is going to play a factor in the second half, but it's not stopping Ainsley at the moment, who just continue to run, push, slide the ball into their attacking 50. It comes out the back this time, kick on its way by Ainsley, and I think Shirley has just put it off to the right. And it's through for a, another behind. 7-6, 48. Ainsley dominating Sydney 2-2-14. And the Sydney siders just don't like it wet. hope this is good at uh, standings for Carlton tomorrow, mate. <laughs> the kick marked by Bradshaw from Sumner. So Bradshaw goes with the toppy. It's a wobbler and Gobriel, his opponent, couldn't mark it, nearly did. Going in Hearn, fell over, not surprisingly. Dives on top of it. It's held into him. And the umpire says, give it to me. 15 gone, third quarter, no goals kicked in this quarter so far. It's four points to Ainsley, nothing to Sydney. 7-4 plays 2-2. At the back, Bates kicks it forward for Sydney. 
up on him for his teammate, Emery. He left it behind, and they all dive in. And out of the goes um, oh, Potter, work. slung out of the pack, trying to break free Andrews. Well, he's thrown three big fists there, <laughs> fist everyone. He's picking on Potter, who's one of the littlest blokes. Ben Hughes fell off his hand. Now Johnson in there for Sydney. He was ridden to the ground that time by Hughes. And uh, Johnson and Hughes just mixing it up. Got to be careful, Ainsley, because uh, yeah, yeah, they're, you not don't gonna, rub out a, they're not going to play again this year until the grand final. So if, only get, cop a week. if you get rubbed out, you're going to miss out. So stacks on the mill here at half forward. Again, nobody can break free. Umpire says, give it to me. Pretty ugly footy at the moment. It is. I'll tell you, though, that uh, it's tightened up over there at Subiaco. 1-3, Fremantle 9 plays Hawthorne 1-2-8 as we're three quarters of the way through the first turn. Pushing the back three kick will go to Emery for Sydney here. Right on centre wing against Tui. So Sydney still trying to find their first inside 50 for the quarter. No, oh, Hughes has gone to the mark now on Emery. Well, no one really no. did, but... Uh, he finds the biggest puddle to kick it out of, but it worked out. That's Gordon takes the mark. Gordon now. He's just got to load up with a torp here. He's, Ainsley have got numbers back. We've got a, uh, a complete flood. As there are two players in front of the centre circle now. And the ball cut off by Marcus Crook at the back. Goes to his teammate. Left back pocket. So they've got an inside 50, the Swans, in this order. Couldn't do anything with it, though, as they go out near the scoreboard. Oh, there's a bit of jumper pulling there as Harris works back on it. Umpire spotted it. Uh, free kick to the tries. Harris did a good job because he, uh, he, he was getting caught in the jumper pulling, but he pulled his man away from the contest, and, in fact, Crook had grabbed the ball and taken off with it and probably would have been a better result than if they had brought it back, than them having brought, brought it back. And yeah. the umpire's picked up a 50, so now it is costly. Yes, yeah, Sydney have the mark. And a 50-metre penalty, not sure what for. We haven't had a goal in this quarter, Mal, but it's been quite interesting. Still oh. too far at the score, even with the 50. Yeah, kick marks at 49. So Sydney with the ball. What will he do? Goes with the torpedo, which falls oh. short. It bounces over everyone's head and through for behind. So Sydney have a score in this quarter, at least. A minor one. They go to two three fifteen. Ainsley a seven six forty eight. Quick kick out of the uh, defence. Is that a mark? Well, if it's not a mark, then it has to be out on the full, doesn't it? No, he might have touched the slide, slid it over the boundary. And but if it. he's touched it, he marked it in one. It was one grab on the chest. Yeah, anyway, it's out of bounds, so uh, it's in that uh, forward pocket, a long way away on a dark day. Hard to see. Stone won the tap out. No, not Stone. It's Andrews. Stone off the ground at the moment. Sydney work it forward again. Can they take a mark? Yes, they can. 30 out directly in front. It's Felsman. Haven't seen much of him, but Sydney forwards have been uh, well controlled today. Should uh, probably get the distance here, even though he's kicking into the breeze. Felsman on its way. It's got the legs. No, it hasn't. And Johnson dropped an absolute sitter almost in the goal square. Now McFarlane goes in for Ainsley. 
Gets it away to his teammate in love. Hooks it around the corner. Three swans there and only Robert Shirley. But he tapped it away. Hughes will pick it up for Ainsley. His handball partially cut off. He slung to the ground, no free. Ainsley work it up the centre wing. In front, Gordon. Potter, can he keep it in? No. Throw in. Right on the interchange. They worked it out very well there, Ainsley. Yes, right on. Centre wing, grandstand side of the ground. The throwing to take place. Andrews going up against Embry. As the goes down to Gordon, Gordon pumps after he kicks it, but no whistle on the play. Ian Lawless chops in, goes to Tui. Tui kicks across his body, bouncing ball out towards the Ainsley dugout, and it beats everyone. It'll go over the line. We'll have another throw in at the 22-minute mark. No goals in the third quarter, but Ainsley looking like they are heading to the AFL Grand Final of 2010. Throw in, beats everyone. Tut tackled as he got possession of the ball. Couldn't get a kick away. Ball on the ground. Sydney coming up with it. Packed away in the end towards the Sydney dugout and the boundary line. Beats everyone as we'll have another throw in to take place in front of the Hawk stand here at Monica Oval. It's 7 6 Ainsley leading Sydney 2-3-15. Rucks gets it to uh, do work again from the throw-in. Andrews slapped it away. Tut socketed it off the ground, but it went straight to the opposition. O'Dwyer kicks it into the middle. Out comes Johnson, traps it nicely, gives it to his teammate who was under pressure, Heath. Oh. It's right in the cricket pitch, so they just soccer it off the ground. It finishes up back with Johnson. Is that well, a mark? made the mark there. Surely not. It was an eight-metre kick that's paid a mark. Yep. Wouldn't have even got to the... Uh, Stumps in the cricket. Well, uh, cricket pitch is 22. Yep. So it's got to go about a third of the cri- uh, two thirds of the cricket pitch. As uh, Sydney work it inside 50 again, McFarlane working hard for Ainsley cuts it off. His wobbly kick goes towards uh, Potter. Handball to uh, Heath. That's in the head. It's a free kick against McFarlane. And I could hear a banging on the ground or the desk down below us where the Ainsley rooms. Uh, they where the Ainsley uh, coach's box is. As Heath, yep. It's a good one, and it's marked by the Swans inside the attacking 50. And the last kick from uh, this distance didn't get the distance. So let's see how they go this time. As uh, the drink bottle boys come from everywhere at the stoppage. So Sydney badly needing a goal. They've only kicked two for the game. They're 2 3 15, they trail Ainsley or 7 6 48. He'll kick it eventually, hopefully, before it's completely dark here. Slowest of run ups, oh. and the kick's a shank, as you'd expect with that sort of run up. At the pack, though, it's Vest Premier with a quick kick. No, it was no Thornton. Thornton. No good away to the right. Fair thinking, you take five minutes to kick it and then you kick it like that. <laughs> crook with the kick out duties here was. for Ainsley. It was, it crook. was crook. Yeah, the kick was as crook as the man who's about to kick it. Two, four to seven, six. Ainsley in front. Twenty-five minutes almost gone here. Oh, big left footer outside of the fifty. Falls for the Ainsley side. Love pumps it towards centre half forward. There's no one back there for either team. Hacked off the ground by Sydney was the uh, uh, was that McHale as goes back Tut kicks over the top to Argyle Argyle kick dispossessed as he made the kick and oh that's a pretty tough free kick it should be where the ball lands as it was after the kick 
but obviously I know less than the umpires because they're pulling it back, and Argyll will have to kick it now from 50 metres. Oh, he'll have to kick from 48. He goes short. Uh, not the percentage move, really, as uh, going back for it, Griffith, as he uh, kicks on its way, the hand pass, went back to Holmes, Holmes kicks it forward, but Sydney all back there in defence. Sumner will run it out of defence, has one tap on the ground, will he go for a second? Well, he ran a long way, umpire said it was alright, goes out looking for Johnson, can he keep it in? He falls over and the ball stayed in play, Ainsley player kept his feet. They work it back to the middle, Shirley. What's he going to do? There's a whistle on the play. It's a play on free kick to Ainsley. Out they will come. Good trap at the back, though, by Bates for the Swans. And he sends it back out looking for Johnson. Shoved his opponent in the back. Umpire says, yes, free kick, Ainsley's way. Yeah. Not sure why he was just counting a shepherd there. <laughs> the dead set push in the back. Yeah. Anyway, free kick either way. Ainsley sent it back to half forward. It clears the back of the pack. Mathis there, but he can't get it. Sumner's got it for Sydney. He brings it across the ground to a one-on-one contest. Let's see uh, who can stand up. Well, they both fall over. Ainsley, Sydney player, dragged it in underneath. Argyle working well. First by foot, then picks it up. Hand pass over the top. Sumner and Ian Lawless going after it. Hand pass forward to Crook. Hughes gets ridden down as he tried to pick it up. No whistle on the play. Ball kicked over the head by the Swans towards the boundary line. And that is Griffin. Griffin pulled over the boundary line and will have a throw in to take place here in front of the Menzies stand at Monica Oval. It is treacherous conditions at the 26-minute mark of the third term. Ainsley leads Sydney 48-16. Still no goal scored in this quarter. Mm. Andrews gets a punch away at the front. Heath for Sydney. Fell over. Going in there. Good work by uh, Shirley. Got it free to Harris. He just puts it on the toe. Tuttle run onto it for Ainsley. He soccers it off the ground. It clears the pack. Going back. Sumner should... uh, well, in fact, it'll beat everyone. It got a big skid right at the end there and went over the line and out of bounds near the left behind post. I must say, I thought Ainsley lost their way about uh, 10 minutes and Sydney was starting to get the ascendancy, but uh, they've certainly come back here, Ainsley, refocused, and now a chance with a shot on goal. No, cross the body snap just going through the behind post and it will be... Another single to the score. 49 plays 16 here at Monica Oval. 26-minute mark. Short kick in is effective. Finds Farrell for Sydney in the back pocket. Left footer goes looking for Bates. Couldn't find him all easily at the fall. Holmes gets it to Mathis, who was trying to think about a goal and dropped it. He goes back, finds it. He can have a ping this time. It starts right and stays right. For the six. That wind's picked up again. You can hear it in the effects, Mike. And I can tell you the trees are just buffeting here. So it went from quiet and no rain to quite windy all of a sudden. Six behinds in this quarter to Ainsley. There's seven, six. Oh no, six plus two <laughs> is eight. Seven, eight, fifty. I'll get it in a minute. Two, two, fourteen. Still no goals in the quarter. Best premise kicks long. Heath can't take it. Two on one. Ainsley. Oh, that was a one-handed hand pass, Adelaide style, and the umpire has picked it. Oh no, he hasn't. He said that the uh, Sydney player dumped uh, dumped Holmes, 
And so Ames got the free kick and uh, kicked it out on the full for his trouble. Now the advance just inside the line oh, there, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to thank the great supporters of QBN FM. Finals football on QBN FM, supported by AFL Canberra, QAGL, Canberra Milk, the National Australia Bank, Slater and Gordon Solicitors, Legends Restaurant Monica, the Sportsman's Warehouse, and Akina Coffee. Boundary throw in again in the right forward pocket for the Tricolours. Surely quarter time can't be far away again. Another long quarter, given that we had no, no goals. goals. Yeah. We've had a lot of out-of-bounds. Yeah. 30 minutes have elapsed in this quarter. So one quarter to go after this one, and it looks like Ainsley are going to make a GF his pain. The kick around the corner is another behind. It looked like it was going to swing back, but it didn't. So a goalless third term. Comes to an end at uh, 30 minutes. Ainsley kicked seven behinds in that quarter. Yeah, they had... To spoil a good uh, kicking day. 7-2 at half time. Becomes 7-9-51 at three-quarter time. 2-4-16 are the Swans. So seven points played two points in that third term. Ainsley know that the Premiership quarter's in the bag. They're shaking each other's hands with the effort that they've put out. I can tell you, Mal, that over in the West, Collingwood will be playing Fremantle if the scores stay the same next week. Because it's 4-3, 27, Fremantle to 1-4, 10. You are, of course, presuming there that uh, we will not win tonight. I am pretty sure you're not going to win. I'm pretty confident you can give it to me all day tomorrow. No doubt I will. (laughs) We win. You'll be hearing about it. Mind you, your sons will be absolutely uh, thrilled, won't they? They're bully bully supporters. Uh, One is. One is? Yes. The other one, his team has a new coach next year. (laughs) So you can work out who that is. So well, he's got all his teeth, so it can't be Port Adelaide. Or all his own teeth, anyway. Three-quarter time here at Monica Oval. 7-9-51, Ainsley. Sydney, 2-4-16. So can they pull off a miracle, the Swans? No. They need six goals to get in front, and they've kicked two in three quarters. I've had a great time here today, Mal. I love wet weather football. And I think what Ainsley has shown is just uh, a lot of maturity, a lot of sound judgment when they've had to, uh, when they've had the pressure put a, applied to them, and they've run and run and run all day. We have seen them making numbers at the contest, and this has just been an impressive game to watch by this Ainsley side, who now feel confident that they're into their second straight grand final. The rain's picked up again here at three-quarter time. The wind certainly picked up, so Sydney will have that uh, breeze going in their favour. They've also got a well-credentialed full forward in Daniel Bradshaw to be their target. But uh, Bradshaw will be looking for some good supply and it's going to take that spine of Vespremi, Sumner, Curry and Johnson, along with Thorpe, really push that ball quickly forward so that he's got a chance. I can't see him coming back, Mal, but you have to say they've got the talent on the park to be able to. So it's, it's going to be an interesting final term. Ainsley in the catbird seat. And this is finals football on QBN FM. We hope you're enjoying the action, which is proudly brought to you in part by Actu AGL, Canberra Milk, 
National Australia Bank, Slater and Gorton Solicitors, Legends Restaurant in Monica, The Sportsman's Warehouse, and Akina Coffee, who uh, have been doing a rip-roaring trade. Warm drinks are going out the door at a, a great rate here, Mal. And, gee, that, I think this is the heaviest the rain's been all afternoon. It stopped in that, the start of that third quarter, and certainly in the uh, break between the third and the fourth quarter, it is picked up with a vengeance. And the breeze is as strong as it's been all day as well. Yes, very nasty conditions at the moment. Oh, look, the umbrellas are getting turned inside out yes. down on the ground. Yes, there's a few Mary Poppinses out there at the moment. Yeah. So um, the sh- It's sheets of water mm. just blowing down onto the ground. Not sure if they're uh, not allowed out there, given it's a finals match, but uh, not one kid out there having a kick at three-quarter time. <laughs> Can you blame them, really? Yeah, they've got uh, more sense. They're all sitting undercover in the grandstand. Tomorrow on QBNFM, QBNFM football returns. And it is the Eastlake Demons hosting the Queanbeyan Tigers in the second semi-final, the elimination final. There is no tomorrow. Can Merv Armstrong get the dream run in his final year of coaching and take the Tigers all the way to the flag? Or will the Demons build on their 2010 and move into the second week of the finals. We'll answer that tomorrow on QBNFM Football from 5 to 2. I hope you'll join us for that one. And for uh, Queenman Tiger fans, good news in the reserves today. 6-7-43 Tigers through to the grand final. Defeated Belconnen 4-5-29. So they'll be uh, looking to defend the premiership they won last season. And, uh, of course, Maris over Ainsley in the under-18s. Now, tomorrow, Tigers fans, under-18s action kicks off here at 9.30am. 9.30am, the Tigers will host the Magpies in the under-18s elimination final. So, uh, Tigers actions, hopefully, will have some good news for you when we come to air on this, uh, on Sunday afternoon with the uh, main game at 5-2. Also, I'll put a shout-out because uh, there will be the Division 3 preliminary final, Belcon Magpies and Harmon at 2.15pm. And then at Football Park on Sunday, it is the preliminary final for Division 4, where the Belcon and Magpies and the ANU go head-to-head. In the middle, we're underway for the last quarter, and Ben Hughes gets a quick kick forward for the Tricolours. Good tap on play there by Mathis, but uh, no teammate can pick it up. Going through there for Sydney, leaving it behind O'Dwyer. Again, uh, Mathis trying to pick it up. Argle there as well. Mathis again working it forward. They're only 30 metres out from goal, uh, the tricolours. Stacks on the mill. If it comes out the back of the pack, Robert Shirley was unopposed, but it didn't come out. Umpire calls for a bounce. Yeah, what, Craig? That uh, ACT flag on top of the grandstand here looks, looks as good as the... Uh, the overpass that fell down the other day. So maybe they <laughs> it's in the sh- same state. Maybe they could shell out for a new one as Sumner breaks out of the pack. Oh, oh, his teammate dropped it like a hot spud out there in the defensive zone. So Sumner goes out and tries to do it all again. Gets a nice kick along the wing over his teammate's head. Getting back, can Bradshaw run onto it? Gabriel just pushes him out of the way. And Ainsley again work it out of defence too easy. Shirley's got the mark. Plays on over the top. 
kick was too long. Sydney should cut it off. They do. Sumner again. He's probably been Sydney's best. Bradshaw comes out, couldn't take the mark. And he puts a good tackle on the umpire will be forced to ball it up. You can hear the wind in the effects mic just picking up outside. So definitely it's to Sydney's advantage, to their disadvantage is the five goals they've got to make up to get themselves back into the game. Because it's Ainsley, 7-9-51 to Sydney, 2-4-16. They have worked it inside attacking 50. Can they pick it up, Emery? Well, he went to kick it, almost missed it. Ainsley player tackled almost without it. Going through. Sydney again couldn't pick it up, so the uh, Ainsley defence just soccer it out of harm's way and picking up the big ruckman while he's kicked. Oh. Smothered by Sumner, who's uh, might have picked up a corky there. I think he got the kick in the leg. He doesn't look good. And eventually Ainsley work it out of bounds. That's going to really hurt them with that run out of the back line. Right in front of that Akina coffee sign. One of the uh, good sponsors from today. Yeah, they've been supporting AFL Canberra all year and we're glad to have them on board for this first semi-final. Thrown to take place adjacent to the Jack Fingleton scoreboard far side of the ground. Kick to centre wing by Sydney, but the mark, a good strong chest mark taken there by Holmes. He turns around, looks forward, tumbles a punt kick forward and it's punched away by Heath who gets it over the boundary line and we'll have a thrown to take place. Is well, we're just forward a centre wing, Ainsley attacking side of the ground. Wind and rain hailing, well, not hailing, but storming down over Marnica Oval. And it'll be interesting to see what the conditions tomorrow will bring us with the elimination final underway here from five minutes to two on QBN FM. Again, Sydney soccer it off the ground. They're inside 50. That ball just stops in the big puddle. Oh. They chip it over the top. This should run through for a goal. No, no. wrong side. Went the other way and threw for behind when they badly need goals. Two five seventeen Sydney, seven nine fifty one Ainsley. Well, short kick there by Ainsley, and they run out. Big long kick now to the boundary line. It's safely over the boundary line, seventy metres away from the Ainsley defensive goal in front of the Sportsman's Warehouse sign, far side of the ground, and we'll have a throw to take place. It'll be Curry and Andrews. Andrews for Ainsley, Curry for Sydney. Throwing takes place at Favours Curry, who uh, could have taken it out of the ruck, decides to double-hand it down to an Ainsley player instead. Heath's dispossessed. Ainsley with numbers again at the fall of baller. As uh, diving in there was Holmes. It keeps coming out of the pack, so the ball spilling free and spilling towards the Ainsley goal, but they are deep in defence. Only five minutes gone last quarter. It's 51 playing 17. Still no goals in the second half of this game. <laughs> All the goals in the first half. And the conditions are not getting any easier as the ball bounces up into the hands of Holmes once again. He's dispossessed, hacked off the ground, and Michael Lawless kicks it out of bounds on the full. Right on centre wing, far side of the ground. Five-minute mark of the final term. Ainsley, 7-9-51 to 2-5-17. Just waiting for Sydney to bring it back into play. I can't get over that breeze. It's certainly picked up. The ball clears the pack again and goes over the line. We'll have a boundary throw in. But it's uh, near the 50 metre arc. What's happening over there in Perth? 4 3, 27, Fremantle leading Hawthorne, 1 5, 11. So inaccuracy in front of goals once again getting to the Hawks. What team has that sort of trouble? 
Oh, wait, they're playing tonight. Plenty of them. As uh, the ball inside the attacking zone for the Swans, quick kick by Holmes. It's going to be wide. Is it too wide? No, it just bounces inside the line. We'll have a boundary throw in. Doesn't matter how many points you kick as long as you're in front when the final siren goes. Well, it does matter how many points you kick, but it's easier to kick them six at a time. Yeah. Throw in takes place. Ruck down by Curry. Ball at the ground. It just pack forms over it. Spills away. Eventually, Sydney get onto it. Smothers the kick. Andrews gets to it at a ground level. Tut tries to kick it off the ground. He runs over it, but there's numbers there for Ainsley. Hand pass is indiscriminate and over the boundary line. We'll have a throw to take place in front of the NAB sign, which is just forward to centre wing. Sydney, Sydney attacking side, far side of the ground. Boundary throw in. Big slap at the back of the pack. Couldn't be uh, picked up, but uh, Ainsley again just... More numbers at the ball. They work it forward. Oh. Another 20 metres at a time. Quick handball. Nobody really going anywhere at the moment. Hughes in there. Plenty of players around the ball. Umpire letting it go. Mathis trying to pick it up. Falls over. Spills out the back again. And Shirley goes back yeah. by hand yeah. through Lawless. Ian Lawless gets it to Holmes. Holmes gets it out wider to Shirley. Shirley kicks across the body. Going forward inside 50 now. Hughes has a snap across the body, but it's out of bounds. About a metre away from the behind post at the Monica Pool end of Monica Oval. How dark is it out there, Mal? Uh, all I can see is all I can see is just sheets of rain falling across the ground and a very dark and stormy sky. There's a, a big throw in there. He obviously got a bit of uh, wind assistance, the boundary umpire, but uh, the kick off the ground attempt by Sydney has been penalised as dangerous and Hughes will take the free kick. Will he be able to kick the first? You've got to say no with this howling breeze coming straight at him, but will he be able to kick the first goal of the last uh, half? Or the second half, I should say. He has one for the day. In he comes. Kick on its way. Struck it well. Got the distance quite easily. But again, not the accuracy. Away to the right. 7-10. Now, Ainsley, Sydney 2-5. This is the wettest game I think I've seen in 10 years of calling AFL Canberra Mal. Uh, it reminds me a bit of that day, uh, it was a grand final that Queenbeyan played in. There was a big thunderstorm at half-time. Oh, yes. And, yeah. uh, but it, it wasn't as consistent right throughout the day. Now, they've run out of the goal square again, have the Swans. So we'll have another ball up. That right. was a double whammy because he kicked it out of bounds without a player touching it. So ball up right on the uh, kick-off line. Up they all go. Hughes tried to barge his way through at the back. Sydney, that kick smothered. Will they rush it through? No, Ainsley have still got it. That's an up and under. And almost a miracle goal, but it's gone through to the left of the goal post for another behind. So we're still goalless. 7-11 plays 2-5 in the second half. Yes, as we approach the uh, 9.5 minute mark, the kick out this time is from Sumner. He kicks long. Straight down the throat of Ain Andrews of Ainsley. Her hand passes it off short. Hughes loads up the top, straight to the hot spot. All Sydney back there, bouncing ball. Sumner comes up with it. Steps around one, runs his full measure. Kicks outside. Thornton tried to pull it in, couldn't do it cleanly. Has to go back to ground level to get it. Then kicks across his body. Mongrel kick, bouncing onto the cricket wicket. Ainsley have the numbers there. Can they work it out? 
slipping over in the wicket. Then it goes back to Michael Lawless, who kicks it to Sumner. Sumner runs the full distance, gets through a very weak tackle by Michael Lawless, and then kicks it forward over the top. Emery gets back, hand pass back to, I can't quite pick that up, is it uh, McNeil, who's done nothing all day, as Mel said earlier, and all he's managed to do now is kick it out of bounds when the uh, goals were beckoning. Sumner, he uh, looks to have uh, a bit about him. We might uh, mm. see him playing in the seniors next year. It's as that boundary throw in was, uh, well, that's a hack off the ground there. That was Trevelyan, Sam Trevelyan. The, uh, I think he's normally with uh, Tugrong. Yeah. Yep. He should have just rushed that over the line instead of trying to hook it back because it's out on the full now. It would have been a boundary throw in. But the boundary umpire couldn't get much distance into the wind as the kick almost to the 50-metre defensive area. Sydney have it through Vest Premier, but he can't do anything with it. We'll have a boundary throw in. See how he goes this time, throwing it in. The last one, the wind got half of it and almost sent it back over his own head, the boundary. So the rain absolutely teeming here at the moment mm. as the ball goes to the back of the pack. Vest oh. Premier tried to put the bump on Crook. He spins out of the pack with the ball. Sends it towards the goal square, all punched away by Tui and McFarlane over the line, and we'll have another boundary throw in. Mm. About uh, 20 metres around from the right hand behind post. Will we see a goal in the second half as the throwing about to take place? Boundary umpire comes in about five metres from the boundary. Andrews slaps it down to the toes of Ian Lawless. Lawless wrapped up immediately. Looked like he was wrapped up high, but the umpire just says no. Held to him, and we'll have another ball up as the, it is the third 12-minute mark. And I almost can't see the players for the rain. Now, Thornton's quick kick is out on the full, bumped as he kicked it. And Robert Shirley will take the free kick. In the back pocket, gets over the fence to fetch his own footy. Bet you he never had to do that when he was playing at Amy Stadium. <laughs> so Shirley with the ball in the back pocket for the try colours. Pretty good kick in these conditions outside 50. There's Sumner again though for the Swans sharking it. Gets it across to Potter. High kick up to a one-on-one contest. Try and mark that. Oh, oh. Dwyer yeah, off the <laughs> mid-air, Jackie yeah. Chan style. Well, it was away to the left for another behind. Good, solid contact on it. Yep. That'd make the highlights real. Not much else would for the Sydney Swans. No, they haven't had many. Bradshaw, their only goal scorer. And he kicked two. One at the beginning and one at the end of the second term. As the kick out towards the 50-metre arc again, punched away and it's socket over the line, we'll have a boundary throw in. 7-11-53 Ainsley, 2-6-18 the Swans. In Subi, it's a 4-3, 27 Fremantle still leading the Hawthorne Hawks, 1-6-12. So Buddy's left his boots at home. He had them on last week when it didn't matter. Uh, of course. Justify a loss now. As the quick kick back into the middle, again, Tut dives on it for Ainsley, can't break free. And 20 players around the ball umpire says, I'll have it. You know the bad news? Every time we've commentated together, Collingwood have lost the subsequent game. Have they? Mm-hmm. Only once. 
as they do, that's this year, as they kick around the body. Going forward again, Sydney, but uh, Ainsley, again, disciplined with the numbers. Going wide, try to get it out to Michael Lawless. Oh, Lawless hacks it off the ground. Umpire finally calls play on, and I thought that would have been a mark from a 15-metre kick. Ian Lawless has the kick along the ground. It's heavy going. The ground is just getting wetter and wetter. Bigger pools forming all over the ground as Sydney continue to try and rush this ball back forward to make up the uh, six-goal deficit they have to try and get straight into the grand final. Now, I can't see a thing. Bouncing ball, Thornton leaves it over the boundary line and will have a throw in to take place about 15 metres around from the Sydney attacking goal. 14-minute mark, and this is the heaviest football I've ever called. Yeah, they'll need to get the super sopper out after the game and try and soak up some of the water. I don't think it'll do any good. As the boundary umpire puts it back into play, Swans trying to get a goal. There's a whistle on the play, and they're going to get a free here. Emery held without it after the ruck contest. So he will go back and line it up. Got the aid of the breeze. He'll probably need it because trying to kick the heavy football at this time of the day. Not going to be easy. In he comes. He's going the top. Yep. It's a wobbler, and it bounces. Oh, there was a bit of goalkeeping done there. Yes. Get it off people's legs through for a rush behind. So they're 2-7 now, Sydney. Ainsley is 7-11. Still not a goal in the second half of this game. Short kick from Crook goes back with the hands now. Looking to set up here on the grandstand side of Monica Oval. Bouncing ball. Gets uh, dispossessed, does Clint Mathis. Falling to the ground. They come back up. Shirley, head over the ball. Just continuing to push forward. Crook. Lost it, had it, and then had no one at him. Kicks long up towards centre wing, and the umpires picked up a free. Didn't see what was for. Sydney Sydney fans thought the same as well. Harris now loads up. Kick looks a good one. Chess mark taken. And Ainsley just moving the ball forward beautifully. It goes forward from Griffin. His kick over the head as he went back to the corridor. And O'Dwyer is back there to clean up for Sydney. Spins out of a couple of would-be tackles. Chips it out towards the scoreboard, and there's two players running towards it. It's Johnson with the long sleeves on. That's the only way I can see him. But his kick, well, it should have been marked on centre wing by Ainsley. They've got plenty of help, though, and they send it back towards that contest, and there's a whistle. It's going to be an Ainsley free kick. Almost a mercy rule needs to be called here. So I have no idea who's got it on that outer side of the ground. It's an Ainsley free kick. Isn't that huge? Uh, no, he's got orange boots on, so he's over okay. here. I can see him. And the kick goes to the uh, danger spot. Andrews off the ground. No Ainsley player back there. It's all Sydney. They just kick it and hope. Hughes will mark it, though. Yep, there's those orange boots. 30 metres out. He'll get to use them here. What chance do you give him, Mel? Ooh, with this... It's a howling breeze. Into the hurricane. Mm, maybe if he strikes it well, he'll probably get the distance. It'll be a matter of accuracy. First goal, potentially, and it would be his second for the day. Right at home, Mal. 7-11, plays two, and he has 2-7. So that is it. The first goal of the second half goes to Ben Hughes, and if it wasn't over at halftime, it surely is now. Eight goals, 11 would be 59. Plays two goals, 7-19. This must be close to Sydney's lowest score in AFL Canberra history. 
or in their AFL Canberra history. Uh, probably would be, but uh, you can't be, take much from it for a day like Never today, played in these conditions before. Yep, the uh, Sydney Siders, We've gone used to the their 15 degree winters. We've gone from the world's biggest drought to the world's biggest flood all in a six month period. Holmes <laughs> gets it out of the middle for Ainsley, going through Argyle, picks it up, back to Holmes, they all fall over on the cricket pitch. It's getting chopped up, oh dear how sad. And Holmes again, while well, he's working it for, no, it was uh, Campbell that time, goes and Heath just sockers it into open spaces. Out there is Bates for Sydney. Oh, it's got to be in the back. And, and what's the is. umpire says? Yes. Free kick to the Swans. They trail by 40 points. 59 plays, 19. 18 minutes gone here in the last quarter. That's a good kick and a good pass. Curry takes the mark. Can pick him out because he's the tallest Sydney bloke. That's Ubiaco. Still 4-3, 27. Fremantle, they've stopped scoring since the first quarter. But it's 1-9 now, 15. Ooh. From the Hawks. Maybe similar conditions all across Australia. By the sound of that score. Uh, well, how did Frio get the 4-3? Well, probably the same way Ainsley kicked five goals in the second quarter. They just worked it forward. As the ball's out of bounds on the outer side of the ground, the boundary umpire will put it back into play. We can be assured of that. Time on approaching here. QBN FM Finals Football brought to you by the AFL Canberra. Actuagl, Canberra Milk, National Australia Bank, Slater and Gordon Solicitors, Legends Restaurant in Monica, Acuna Coffee, and uh, the Sportsman's Warehouse. Stacks on the mill from the throw-in. We'll have a ball up this time. So Ainsley through to their second consecutive grand final. They'll be hoping that uh, they can avenge that small defeat they had last year. As again, nobody can really break free. Swan's trying to get it out. Oh, and good work uh, by Ainsley again. again. Ainsley just uh, harassed them out of it. Quick kick for now, though, going towards uh, Johnson. He soccers it off the ground. The soccer went about a metre. So coming oh. through, uh, is that Payne? Michael Lawless Michael with a Lawless, huge yep. one handed pickup. It was one of the best pickups we've seen all day. Both teams, oh, I thought that was out of bounds on the full then, as a Sydney player, the only Sydney player near the ball, just kicked it to centre wing. And the boundary line, but I uh, have to say, some of the pickups today have just been fantastic skills. I was expecting Sydney might have the upper hand as the kick goes to Griffin, who plays on immediately and has now been called for holding the ball. But I expect that Sydney, with the uh, professional players uh, or the number of professional players they had, would have been uh, better with the ball skills than what we've seen the Ainsley side. But the Ainsley side have just been more determined and more. Uh, disciplined with their play and uh, it's reaping rewards. 11.8.59 to 2.7.19 and the ball this time is out of bounds on the full. Ainsley with the free kick. They go up towards the scoreboard but that's going to be a return out on the full. (laughs) So we'll have kick to kick on the outer side of the ground to run the clock down. 20 minutes gone. For God's sake, bring it to this side of the ground so we can see what's happening. Sydney with the ball at uh, half back. They send it towards centre wing. It's still in play this time. Off hands. It'll go out. No. The Swans keep it in. No. no. It went out. Through Andrews. So he'll do the ruck work here against Curry. Throw to take place right on centre wing, far side of the ground. 
Tap is a good one from Griffin. It goes forward for Ainsley, but Sydney with the numbers back there. That should have been in the back it was. Sydney get the free kick. Umpire calling it back now. Don't know who got the free kick except for it's a Sydney player. He looks forward. What has he got to work with? Well, he's got a lot of Ainsley players clogging up the numbers. Goes for Curry. Can't get the uh, kick away. Thornton gets in there with a fist. uh, Sydney through Sumner. Kicks it back across the body. He was looking for the full forward there in McPherson, but instead he misses the lot and it's out of bounds. Next, well, it's out of bounds behind the CU at thefooty.com.au sign. And just a reminder, you can still get your tickets to the Mulrooney Medal that uh, night of nights for the AFL Canberra. On Tuesday, the 7th of September... Oh, sorry, you have to uh, have your seats booked by Tuesday, the 7th of September. Details are all on the CU at the Footy website. Of course, it's for Tuesday night, the 14th of September, at the Labor Club in Belconnen. Sydney trying to work it forward. Here's Sumner. Gets a quick handball to Johnson. Kick around the corner. Looks pretty good. Johnson has his first of the afternoon and the first of the second half for the Sydney Swans. They race along to three goals, 7-25. 21-minute mark. So Sydney scoring, second quarter, four-minute mark, second quarter, 30-minute mark, and fourth quarter, 21-minute mark. Yes. Been tough work out there today. 3-7-25, but they trail Ainsley or 8-11-59. Off the ground, Griffin, I think, has come off for some work with the uh, medical staff there. Yep. yep, he's so going he's, up the race. So it was him that came off with the. Uh, was it him that came off earlier with the? Looked to be a hand. Problem? No, that was Inkster, and we haven't seen much of Inkster today. Um, he did go back out there, but uh, gee, he's been playing down back, and the ball hasn't been pestering the backman too much. Back to the middle, Curry won the tap out. Quick kick forward by Sydney. Well, that's a down the ground free kick, is it? Yes, says the umpire. So Sydney looking to load up with the top. Well, that's off the side of the boot. Obviously, they don't practice that much. Bounce oh, right bounce on, the, on the line. And the umpire said that's a throw-in. So Sydney trying to get a couple of late goals, but they're going to be here again next Saturday playing in the preliminary final against the winner of tomorrow's game, Demons and Tigers. We'll have it all for you on QBN FM Football. Boundary umpire. Puts it back into play. Andrews and Curry again. They'll be tired, boys. They've been at it all day. Nobody can pick it up. Going through their heat. Quick kick forward, but that'll... Well, it's oh, it's in the puddle. Yeah. And Ainsley pick it up, kick it forward, but it goes straight back to Campbell Heath. Heath sets up now, goes to centre-half forward. Uh, Michael Lawless tried to take the slips, catch the ball, fell away towards Love, who goes to the boundary line. You could generously say he was going to Hughes in the orange boots because that was the only thing he could see up there. But uh, the ball right out of bounds, right on centre wing. Bradman stands side. You got your wish, Mal. The ball is over here right in front of us. As we come up to full time, ball spills out the back of the pack. That's a high tackle on Crook umpire on the wrong side again. Says play on. Andrews tried to work it forward. Vest Premi lost it. Quick kick by Tut forward for Ainsley. Out there looking for Payne. He's got it. Picks it up. Tackled. Spills off his hands. Going through Campbell. 
Sumner will get back and cut it off for Sydney. Oh, he gets uh, tackled immediately by Hughes. Ball spills free. There's a high oh, tackle. He stopped, didn't he? He made sure the umpire saw that. Then Hughes for the free. In uh, the... Over at Subi, it's kicked away. 3 0 6 39 to 1 9 15. The Ben Hughes inside 50. He's going to line it up. This will be a miracle. He gets it. Well, that's uh, 50 metres, umpire. I didn't think you're allowed to splash water in their face. You can't. <laughs> anyway, umpire said no play on. He got away with it. Yep. It worked too. The kick was a mongrel. Um, no, the conditions. They're, they're, in the conditions, it was probably a good kick. And uh, Sydney have worked it out towards the scoreboard. Okay, we are going to see uh, Griffin back out on the ground. He's uh, mummified slightly there, Mal. He obviously got one in the nose there and uh, have uh, taped him up. As uh, Sydney work it towards uh, their attacking side of the uh, centre, nothing doing though. They've got no support. It was a four and one to Ainsley, who work it back towards the cricket pitch. Nobody again can pick it up except Ainsley. Mathis, did he have it and drop he it? He hand passed it. Yep, umpire said play on though. Dwyer's wrapped up. Oh, it comes down to the mummy and Griffin who pumps it to the full forward. No mark paid, although it looked like uh, that. Uh, Payne and had it for a long, long time. And stacks on the mill. 26-minute mark of the final term. QBN FM finals football brought to you by the AFL Canberra, Actu AGL, Canberra Milk, National Australia Bank, Slater Gordon Solicitors, Legends Restaurant in Monica, Sportsman's Warehouse and Akina Coffee. Free kick in the ruck contest. Going to go to Ben Hughes for Ainsley. What's Hughes doing rucking? Oh. Uh, or was it Shepherd on the uh, rover? Well, it was a shepherd paid by the umpire not in control. But anyway, he's got the free, and he will line it up. Will they splash him this time? Let's see. It worked last time. <laughs> it was a good move last yeah, time. He's doing it again, Sumner. Yeah. <laughs> so kick on its way from Hughes. It doesn't matter because I think it's gone through for a goal. It has. That's Hughes' third. 27. Yeah, we'll call it 27. Ten minutes apart, he kicked one at the 17-minute mark. He kicked one at the 27-minute mark. Interestingly enough now, he kicked one at the seven-minute mark of the second term. So 9-11 now, the Ainsley Tricolours. That will be 65, I hope. And 3-7-25 are Sydney. So 40 points the difference here. And uh, it has been a... a 40-point dominance in wet weather conditions by Ainsley as well. Ball up in the centre. Tap down was by Curry. It's all over. Ainsley qualified for the grand final, defeating the Sydney Swans 9-11-65 to 3-7-25 here. You know what? That was the shortest term, I think, of the lot. 28-minute quarter, Mel. Uh, yeah, it probably was. I think even the first quarter went uh, a fair distance. And there wouldn't be too many of the players that are upset by the sounding of the final siren. Ainsley qualifying for the grand final. Sydney have to do it the hard way, but certainly it's not beyond them, Mel. And obviously when Carlton knock them out of the, uh, uh, the AFL Toyota Premiership on Sunday, they'll have a few more players that they can bring back into the squad. Ah, uh, dream on, Craig. Dream on. Goal scorers for the afternoon for the winners. Hughes led all scorers today with three. Harris and Stone both kicked two. Singles to Holmes, Michael Lawless, and that's it. For, do you want uh, me to do Sydney? Yeah, it'll take you a while. Bradshaw with two, Johnson with one. 
So just the uh, three goals for the Swans, but uh, well, not to be uh, not surprising given these uh, particular conditions. I think many of their players would have played in conditions like this ever. Even the Tagranong players wouldn't have. Uh, <laughs> Greenway Herbal gets closed when it gets like this. As uh, one of the Ainsley players decided, uh, it's, uh, it's Campbell. Campbell that uh, I'm not quite wet enough, so I'll just run 20 metres and slide through the biggest puddle on the ground uh, to uh, provide a bit of merit. Well, joy to his teammates. We should turn our attention here now to tomorrow as Ainsley come off the ground to the applause of their fans and Sydney. Well, the vanquished, they can uh, please themselves as they come off the ground. But Ainsley, well, they know they've got a, uh, a good break now until they meet one of the three teams remaining in this AFL Canberra competition. Will it be Sydney and a revenge match for them? Will it be the Eastlake Demons or the Queemian Tigers, which is our match for broadcast tomorrow on QBNFM? Well, Craig, to be honest, uh, I think whoever wins tomorrow's game will be playing Ainsley in the grand final. I think uh, Sydney Spent force. have uh, fallen in a big heap um, in, particularly in the second half of the season They've lost a few guys Who were playing in the reserves up to the seniors uh, A couple of injuries And uh, retirements Of people like Playfair Have really robbed their second grade team And they're playing a lot of top up players Just to uh, feel the side And I just don't think they're strong enough to be honest To uh, front up here next week And uh, win Against whoever wins tomorrow So It'll be uh, Ainsley versus Eastlake or Ainsley versus Queanbeyan for the grand final for mine. Mm, and the Cinderella story perhaps could continue for Merv Armstrong. It certainly could. And, uh, well, you know, tomorrow's conditions not forecast to be any better. So it is just going to be an absolute slog out here uh, tomorrow afternoon between those two clubs. I guess uh, that's to the Queanbeyan disadvantage because they do have the key forwards in Armstrong and Kavanagh who have been dominant throughout the season and a dry day would certainly suit them better uh, and that uh, would be our radio mic dying there Mel alright uh, we'll just keep <laughs> plugging on I think so is that just the outside mic? I yeah, think so yep. yeah, the wind's got to it and blown off the wall I think so we'll, uh, we'll fix that up for tomorrow yeah so um the conditions uh, obviously won't suit uh, the key forwards from the uh, the Tigers tomorrow, and so they're, they're going to rely on the in and under players to uh, hopefully pick up uh, a number of the goals tomorrow. Just having a look through their uh, the side that they've named for uh, tomorrow. Good to see Billy Neely back in the team. I think they missed his uh, hard work in the middle in their last game. Although they did get uh, past Tuggeranong in the end, he'll certainly be a welcome addition. In the uh, the wet conditions, West come up the front. Franchi, he needs to get more involved in the game and try and uh, help out. I think it will suit people like Conroy and Little and Leschke. Good to see him back if he actually does play. Didn't play in the reserves today, so he's obviously back into the senior team. So uh, they're the people who are going to uh, need to help out. But... Um, Eastlake have got plenty of those types of guys as well. With uh, Tailforth, he's been a, a thorn in the Tigers' side in most times they've played this season. Uh, he's a 
prolific goal scorer for his size. And uh, Bruce, they'll have to watch as well. True, Maiden and Juice. Notice they've uh, play, uh, selected Gibson to play at full forward rather than in the ruck. He normally gives them a lot of drive with his long kicking out of the middle of the ground. So it'll be interesting to see how the day dawns. I don't think the uh, forecast is any better than what we've got today, tomorrow. So it's going to be a wet and slippery game again. And that game out here from uh, 2 p.m. will be on air from about 5 to 2 for the broadcast. Just waiting for Crane to come back up to give his uh, final thoughts on today's game, just repeating the final score. The uh, Ainsley Tricolour successful through to the grand final, 9-11-65 to the Sydney Swans, 3-7-25. Three goals to Ben Hughes, two each to Harrison Stone, singles to Holmes and Michael Lawless and Bradshaw kick two, Johnson one for the Sydney Swans. I'll have to front up again next week to take on the winner of tomorrow's game. And, uh, Craig, just uh, wrapping it up, the uh, Ainsley pretty much in control of the game all day and just uh, ran out solid 40-point winners. They did indeed. It was Ainsley too disciplined for Sydney in what were atrocious conditions. We can only hope they get better for tomorrow, but somehow I don't think they're going to. No, it's going to be a wet game, so... uh, Tigers need to prepare for that, as will uh, no doubt Eastlake. So we'll uh, join you again tomorrow afternoon. The thank you to uh, all the sponsors and supporters who brought you today's game. AFL Canberra, Actua AGL, Canberra Milk, National Australia Bank, Slater and Gordon Solicitors, Legends Restaurant in Monica, and Kina Coffee in the Sportsman's Warehouse. Great supporters of QBNFM football. We'll be back tomorrow afternoon from 5 to 2 to bring you the Eastlake Demons and the Queanbeyan Tigers from Monica Oval on behalf of Craig Ravel. This is Mel Prentice handing you back to the QBNFM studios. Good afternoon, everyone.